Welcome to Judgment, everybody. Merry fucking Christmas. How is everybody today? Feeling holly jolly, Andrew. I'm so excited to hear that. And you are? This is Blaine. Oh, hey. Good to meet you. Uh, so welcome to Judgment, everybody. We're having a very special episode for you today on Christmas Eve. Uh, we're all here nestled by the fire under our Christmas tree. Uh, Jill made some eggnog with some bourbon Corey didn't approve of, and he had a I like brand- argument with her. I like brandy. Huh? We know Corey. He screamed it four times at Jill. and uh, Carlisle, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, so that's what we're doing. Uh, I burned some chestnuts on the open fire. Oh. This place smells horrible right now. Very, very roasted. I think very. you're supposed to just roast them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, Corey, that's, you're the cook around here. I also uh... made an open fire in my house. So <laughs> yeah. I don't appreciate it. It's a garbage can fire. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say this. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay? <laughs> on anything. I thought you start a fire, you throw the chestnuts into the open flame, and that's all you did. I, I was unaware. <laughs> just pick them out. Yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. Anyway, so <laughs> it's Christmas time, everybody, and we're bringing you a very special Christmas episode here on Christmas Eve. Uh, but first, why don't we go around the room of this fine holiday season? <laughs> The room of seasons. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this is where we are. I the cannot stress this enough. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot us. stress this enough. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna jump to my first co-host to my right here, my good friend Blaine. Ah, finally made it to uh, the friends. You did. Yes. You did. Fantastic. How are you, Blaine? I'm doing great. As I said, Holly Jolly, love the Christmas season. Excited to be here bringing you some Christmas joy. Um, and mm. I'm joined by our two other friends. Yeah. Happy to say. Jill, how are you doing? I'm feeling jingle jangly. Jingle jangly. Jingle jangle, friends. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 right up there with the, the highest of the Christmas spirits. We Warm should probably toasty? We should probably also point out Jill had a lot of that bourbon eggnog, so <laughs> it's gonna be. I've been recently accused of alcoholism. Ooh, this is so, yeah fun development. Yeah, uh, just one of those fun holiday things going around here <laughs> yeah. today. <laughs> yep, always great. People celebrate differently. Yeah, absolutely. Right before someone burned my house down with chestnuts. Again, I can't apologize enough for that. <laughs> and yet, you've barely said sorry. <laughs> I haven't heard it once. I've just heard a lot of "I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah, he's saying he literally can't do it. Okay, look, usually that works. Okay, <laughs> a lot of self pity over here for yeah. burning people's house down. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, everybody. Hey, thank you. My God, my heart's warm. Yeah. Wow. Good. Good. Ooh, that's putting me in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have one more person. Um, Who's that? I don't know. I think Jill was supposed to introduce it. I'm sorry. Was I first just to throw the ball over to Corey? Yeah. We're passing the ball ball his way? Yeah. We're passing the Christmas star tonight. The jingle ball. Yeah. Please, Corey. Tell us how you're feeling. Silver bells. That's how I'm feeling. (laughs) 
Silver Bells? All right. Uh, this is the and first we... Christmas movie I've watched this season, and woohoo. <laughs> we haven't even told the people what we're watching. No, no. I mean, I'm sure they read it when they clicked yeah, on it, but have we haven't mentioned it. it. But yeah. we haven't done that no. yet. No. We're too in the Christmas spirit over here. Yes. Being accusatory and everything else on our side of the world. But uh, the movie we're going to be watching on this <gasps> Hallowed Eve. Is that what we're calling this? Or is that... I think that's Halloween. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? Even better point, Corey. So on this uh, <laughs> on this oh holy of a night. There you there go. go. There we are. Yeah. There we are. Yeah. Uh, Can I just tell you that Blaine makes me listen to that song every single day, multiple times a day if you're... during the Christmas season. The, specifically the Celine Dion version. Oh, over and over and over. Oh, you That's like because it. it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. no one can scream into a microphone like she can. Fall on your knees. <laughs> it's so good. Sound like Scott I... Stapp's Halloween. It does sound Halloween. like Scott Stapp. <laughs> I completely... <laughs> Disagree. I thought you were playing the Celine Dion song. I know. I, I get no respect. So, are you a Christmas song kind of guy? No, I just like that one. Just oh. that one. No, oh. I, I do like Christmas songs. I'm a Christmas song kind of guy for sure. I, li- I like Christmas songs. Corey, of you are, Corey. Corey, there was no doubt you are. Did a you need song to ask? Kind of no, no. But, but I'm not turning them on like after Halloween. I'm like putting them on in November. Yeah. Probably yeah, good. like around Thanksgiving. After, the day Thanksgiving. after Thanksgiving is when it's appropriate to start celebrating Christmas. There we go. All right. Um, I'm not, so I mean, that's good for everybody, though. Tell oh, us yeah. your favorite Christmas song, Andrew. That's a good uh, start. Feliz yeah. Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. That's a great song. Hopping good time. Prospero Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Not a lot of lyrics to it. It definitely one. wasn't the first thing that came to my mind. I think uh, the guy who wrote that one wrote tequila. Did he? No. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't All think right. so. <laughs> I was ready to buy into it. Um, yeah, so, okay. It, that's legit. Your favorite Christmas song. Oh, we're being serious? Um, yeah, sure, let's, that's let's, it. Let's start it off with our favorite Christmas song. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that one. Spot. I'll okay. go Feliz Navidad. Mm-hmm. Chill. Um... God, I don't know. Put me on the spot. You started it. I Did she? Was, I was messing with Andrew, though. Oh. Yeah. My favorite Christmas song is that... Uh... Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well. Wow, you're really just... Let her, let her pick. Let her pick. I know. Yeah. He's being Let's good. go dead air for a few minutes <laughs> yeah. and let you... Let's let it simmer. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah, you, you like... Uh... This is Christmas by mm. John Lennon. Yeah, I do like that song. That's a oh. good one. But so this is Christmas. Oh, war is over. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But Got it. that's not the one I was thinking of. You like uh do they know it's Christmas time at all? <laughs> oh man, oh man. You know what? Pandering song you know what? You also like Isn't that hey, Santa. Feed the world feed the hey, world? Santa. I've God, I can't believe I don't remember what it is, but I'm going to choose that one. No, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. It's a Cheese Factory, and I'm all here for it. I like that really sad Christmas song. What is it? Uh, is it the one where... Bells will be ringing. Oh, well, oh, that's... That uh, e- Eagles does a version of that. That's oh. a good one. Yeah, Bells will be ringing. Corey's, Corey's, Corey's favorite is... Uh, 
Old Lang scene. Old Lang thoughts. <laughs> Old Langstein. Old Langstein. uh, (laughs) Old Langstein by uh, Dan Fogelberg. No, no, you're. His is a. (laughs) Same old Langstein. Same old. Ah. It's not my favorite, but we we talk about it all the time. God. God damn. Uh, all right well that's fun that's fun i'm glad that was yours Corey. it's not mine all right go ahead with your favorite um i've always been a big fan of carol of the bells big carol of the bells fan stressful song i like how it's a banger mm, all right banger i like okay, it okay so we got uh bells will be ringing uh celine dion uh, <laughs> do they know it's Christmas time at all? By <laughs> feed the world and uh, carol the bells. Yeah, feed the world, whatever it's called. Um, okay, well, great. <laughs> Glad we got in the Christmas. Also, also so, shout, out, shout out to Harry Connick Jr. Great Christmas album, top to bottom. Okay. Of course. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why that seems surprising that you. <laughs> Why it's not surprising? Yeah. yeah, it seems surprising. Old, old swamp boy over here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kind of... <laughs> yeah. I don't need to explain. Thank you for explaining explain. that. <laughs> I don't need to explain it. <laughs> Corey grew up in a swamp, and so did Eric Connick. Yeah, yeah. they're they're brethren. There we go. In south of France. Um, but yeah, so, Andrew, yeah. what movie are we breaking down today? So you guys. We came together as a group, all four hosts, and we said, what movie symbolizes the birth of Jesus Christ? (laughs) 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 Like our movie we're talking about tonight. And that movie is 1996's Jingle All the Way. Oh, yes. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, and fourth build and probably paid the least, Rita Wilson. Mm. Let's be honest. She yeah, was well. paid less than the kid. Oh, I'm Jake sure. Lloyd, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's in this. The pariah of all Star maybe, Wars. Maybe, yeah, maybe the most famous child actor <laughs> in the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just terrible, you guys. He didn't choose that. <laughs> I'm not yeah. shitting on him. I'm just saying that is his legacy. I am shitting on him. <laughs> he deserves that legacy. Here's the thing. I guarantee his parents had a lot to do with all of his career. So I don't know if I'll blame him, but I will not give him credit for being an actor. I don't think. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. him as a person. No, I think if Blaine could fight a child, he would fight. He would go back to 1996. But himself as an adult, he would fight the kid as a child. I, I have to agree with you. I think this would be a, if you could go back and kill Hitler as a baby situation, I think yeah. Blaine so, would do that with Jake Lloyd. I yeah. think he would. <laughs> yeah. I disagree. He was probably already to... in talks for Phantom Menace at this point. It was the very just... next year, am I not wrong? 99. But they oh. cast a lot of that real early. They, yeah, I mean, it was released in 99, so I'm sure they were. Well, I think we all should have been warned from this movie that maybe he was not going to be the best casting for this. Ooh, we tell you for what. that movie. Yeah. We were aware. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of hope. We had a well, lot of hope. A new. Mm. Hope was not a new. <laughs> no. Renewed. Not renewed. 
One would argue it was a menace. <laughs> All right. Now that everybody's cut off the podcast, oh, um, we can start now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, again, 1996 is Jingle All the Way. Uh, Blaine, would you like to give us a quick overview of this Yeah. Movie? So, I pulled this from IMDb. Love it. And this is their synopsis of this movie. Mm. A father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every store is sold out, and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one. That's it. Mm. Yeah, that's we're it. A, we're calling this a town. Town. Okay. What would, what you, would call you call it? A city? I don't know. Town, town hit me wrong. It felt more city-like. It's a city. It's a I mean, city. Like the Mall of America. Isn't that like Minneapolis or something? Yeah, it's a pretty big city. It's a pretty big city. I mean, they well, were in I... like a downtown atmosphere several <laughs> he times. On a, he drove on a highway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, I mean. S- signalizes a metropolitan area. <laughs> well, so city, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they have a fucking full Macy's Day Parade in this town so i don't know that's a good point yeah um yes so geographical discrepancies aside the rest of this description was on the money fair enough yeah fair enough i think so pretty simple movie simple premise um dare i say loads of fun yeah dare (laughs) yeah you can dare dare, all right (laughs) yeah yeah um i just want you guys to know that I had a Turbo Man doll growing up. Wow. Really? I had the action figure. You were the one, huh? Was it that big? He was not that big. He's enormous. He was really big. Yeah, he was like Ken doll size because I, you know, would make him marry my Barbies and things like that. Yeah. But he would push a button and he would say, it's turbo time. And he had like wings that you could like. Jill grew up rich. I see. Yeah, we didn't get the Turbo Man doll. I no. mean, I didn't have the dumpster fire and can of beans in my living room, but that's where, I mean, that's like me and boy. <laughs> that's why Andrew's chestnut fiasco yeah. occurred. That's just what he's used yeah, to. Yeah, we threw the can of beans in the fire and then we pulled it out <laughs> with our bare hands. Yeah, that's why my hands look like Deadpool's face. <laughs> well, well, anyway. anywho, yeah. So that's the uh, that's the IMDb overview so let's just kick it around get our initial reactions one two thumbs up two thumbs down who knows Corey. so this is tough because i I, i'm not ashamed to admit that i loved this movie as a kid i would have been young this this was in the 90s i was a young boy uh however watching it now this movie kind of (laughs) sucks so so, um I, I had a good time here and there, but I think it's a two thumbs down for me, dog. <laughs> wow. With the dog. Yeah. Jill. Oh, man. Where you at? And don't let him sway you, Jill. I'm you, not. I'm you're like, your own person. I'm going to give this movie one thumb up. All right. Because I didn't want to kill myself while watching it. It's oh, is that what two thumbs down means? It's no John Carpenter's thing. <laughs> two thumbs down is suicide. <laughs> All right, then I'm one so, thumb down. I was if, I at least had little... To, if you need to talk, Corey, let us know. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I might be one Jill thumb down. Jill is really setting the stage for what these thumbs are. <laughs> Jesus. If you asked me if I wanted to watch Jingle All the Way or The Thing again... Jingle all the way. Wow. Well, opposite answer for me. Uh, jingle <laughs> all the way. All the way. Um, I'm going to go 
one thumbs down. Because objectively, it's a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's it's an hour and twenty one minutes. Um, it, it's not painful. Yeah, it's not like wasting your life in Antarctica. No. Awful. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. Corey agreed with you, Jill, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> and we'll get to why I think One Thumbs Down works, but Andrew, where are you at? I'm... <laughs> oh, well. Merry Christmas to the dogs, and... <laughs> uh, for me, Blaine, I... I'm on the same page as you. I'm giving it one thumb down. Uh, it may be an hour and 21 minutes, but there are times when it feels all one hour and 21 minutes. Uh, but there are little things that I kind of like about it. It's got some endearing yeah. qualities. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a pile of shit. Um, <laughs> but a pile of shit. Yeah, but it has some endearing qualities. And, and just to inform the listeners, we will be scoring this movie on specifically designed Christmas rating categories that we will get to. So keep that in mind as you uh, are listening. Yeah, we have different scoring methodology this for the, our holiday season. Yeah, mm-hmm. special uh, special little Christmas scores. But well, we're not there yet. We're not so there yet. just so I can see where Jill's at, on a children's movie level, are you a bigger fan of this or Kindergarten Cop? Ooh, Kindergarten Cop. Okay, good, me too. It's a far I mean, superior that's a, movie. Sure. Oh, way better movie. Yeah. And it was before this, so why is his acting so much worse? After like just probably because he's just like, I've got I don't some things. Give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Give me my money, and I'll go make yeah. another <laughs> shitty movie. I got things to say about that as well. Uh, yeah, it was. We have an acting category score that we can give later, I mean, but he was too busy campaigning to be the governor of California. No, uh, you're not. Years wrong. later, he was starting. He's gearing <laughs> up. He's gearing up at this point. He's, yeah, he's, he's ready. I mean, we can agree this is this is down downfall of Schwarzenegger, right? This is mm. when he's making his decline. You're right. Yeah, because end of true, days. I would say True Lies. Days. I think True Lies was his last like decent movie. That was his peak, right? Because I. Yeah, because I looked it up. Eraser came out this year as well. So he had Jingle All the Way and Eraser. And I can assure you. Wowed by Eraser, yeah. Oh, no. Eraser is also a terrible movie. I think End of Days is the one that people point to as the, oh, he's not bankable anymore. Yeah. He's not making any money. There was the sixth day that was right after End of Days. Do you remember that one? Uh, oh, but yeah. That that is when he was on an absolute decline. <laughs> that movie yeah. is terrible. <laughs> that that is almost hitting the valley of his of his bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, can I share with you guys? I know we're about to jump into the full overview, but this this took me off guard. I think. Everybody needs to know this little fact. Uh, while I was watching this movie, I was curious to figure out, was it a hit or whatever the case? So I looked up how much this movie made. And that's not what surprised me. But I will say it was a hit. It made like almost $200 million. But that's not what shocked me. What shocked me was is how much it took to make this movie. So in 1996 money, all right, this movie cost $60 million to make. 60? $60 million. 
Now, of, forty-eight million of that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thank you, salary. thank you. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I was, I was gonna ask you. Do you think forty of this was Schwarzenegger? Because be. I, I would say he got paid twenty million dollars to make this movie. Oh, he. I think Probably. he got paid more. I would say at at least twenty million. See, I don't think this movie should have cost forty million. But we gotta give ten more to Sinbad. Oh, they're not paying Sinbad. No, sorry. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately. Nobody's paying. Crazy. I, it is crazy. Sinbad, arguably, my favorite part of this whole movie. Easily. Not even arguably? Yeah. Uh, but I just also want to put into another piece of perspective for you, just so the audience and everyone can comprehend. So this movie cost $60 million to make. The top grossing movie of 1996 was Independence Day. Now, Independence Day, wall-to-wall special effects, giant sets, tons of actors, action sequences. It cost $75 million to make. Oh <laughs> there you go. It's the, so, it's the actor for yeah. sure. That's, it's Schwarzenegger. That's Arnold. He's yeah. getting a big payday out of this movie. Absolutely. I don't know they, if they're paying I, Phil I, Hartman that kind of money. Oh, no. Hartman's not getting that kind of money. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was a fun little way to open this. That This movie cost way more than it looks so that's insane yeah oh yeah Man. absolute insane Man. oh could have made that last uh turbo man seem a little bit more a little bit more exciting with 70 million dollars yeah. well you gotta factor in the cost of the jet pack yeah obviously An they had to jet pack. they had to invent <laughs> one for this movie <laughs> holy sh- yeah so that's all i got for that well, mm-hmm. all right. I guess we'll just jump into it um, and walk through the movie. All right, let's do it the best we can. Uh, we all watched it 24 hours ago, and it's already a little spotty for yeah, me. I'm so. not saying our notes were the best, but uh, who cares? Yeah. It's Christmas. It's yeah. Christmas. Yeah, not hey. saying I took more than six lines of notes. Not saying that. <laughs> Look, I was driving all over town trying to find chestnuts on uh, the 23rd of December. So there we go. Hard to find. Yeah, hard to find. All right, so we open, uh, and it's a uh, it's the Turbo Man TV show, a vignette, if you will, <laughs> a vignette. The kid is watching the Turbo Man show, and we were in the actual Turbo Man scene, <laughs> yeah. And it's very Power Rangers, yeah, it's yeah, very much a Power lot, Rangers, which was very popular in '96. I'm yeah, I imagine this movie was at the was a response to the Power Ranger craze, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, I also want to point out that uh, they have Harvey Corman and, oh, shit, what's her name? In the smallest roles in this first scene, Harvey Corman is royalty from fucking uh, the Carol Burnett show and the Saturday Night Live actress, what's her, uh, Lorraine Newman, were playing the president and the first lady in this. That was Lorraine Newman? That was Lorraine fucking Newman. It flashed on her once, and I was like, that girl looks a lot like Kristen Wiig. But then it flashed on her again. I was like, oh, no, it doesn't. Oh, nope, not not her at all. The first flash, I thought the same thing, though, that she looked like Kristen Wiig. What if this was Kristen Wiig's first movie? (laughs) I mean, we got, I mean. What a star. What a star. I bet the guy who played Turbo Man in uh, this first scene really hams this up everywhere he goes. Oh, I bet he still walks around in that costume. Oh, walks in I bars mean, and says, it's turbo time. It's turbo time. Better oh, keep your promises. You want to keep your friends. 
I couldn't think of a sadder line. <laughs> uh, um, so, so yeah, yeah. So we're watching Turbo Man time show fun, and the, the kid Jake yeah. Lloyd is watching it, and then I, I guess we cut. We're like, where's yeah. the dad? Where's he at? He's gonna be late for the karate class. Yeah, or is dad going to show up to my karate class? Is dad going to be there? So we're getting the whole, oh, absentee parent. Dad. Every single Christmas movie. <laughs> Every, yeah. god damn it, dad's a deadbeat. Yeah. Even though he's out there slinging mattresses trying to bring oh. money home. Ooh, okay, that was my question. My first note is, what is Howard's job? I understand he's a mattress salesman. They say that later. But mm-hmm. they also like comment... On, like, how much money he has with his, like, fancy outfit and his nice shoes and things like that. So, like, is he, like, the CEO of this mattress firm? Because he has his own office. mattress firm. I mean, is he just strictly a salesman? See, my my thought was that he manufactures the mattresses. Which, okay. Um, But, yeah, that was my thought. is, like, who sells a mattress over a phone? Also. Jill, it's 1906. (laughs) I mean. You gotta try that out. You gotta lay down on it. And like, we we well, he sold two hundred units, so that's why I was like, he must be selling to stores. So he's selling two mattress farms. That's what I'm imagining. That's what I and this giant store or (laughs) warehouse. They were having a Christmas party, and it just seemed odd that we had to we had to paint this picture (laughs) of him on Christmas Eve Eve. Yep. 23rd of December, yeah. Selling mattresses. The yeah. eve of I, Christmas Eve. I don't care. What's confusing to me is like, okay, he's got all this money. But why is he the one like, he seems like he's like manager of material, like CEO. Mm-hmm. Why is he the one in his office? It's like taking cold away? calls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. making cold calls. You would think he'd have other people answering that phone. Yeah. You would think. Also, uh, generally, if you're having the Christmas party, he's like, I'll just, we'll answer your call after the Christmas, after the holiday now. We don't need to be doing this anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, since we're talking about the uh, the mattresses, I do want to bring up something Jill told me years ago that has always stuck with me, and I've always thought, oh, were you about to say it? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm so curious about what Yeah, she told me this a few years ago. It was, uh, she thought Donald Trump would make a great president. No. <laughs> <laughs> she told me the same thing. It was weird. <laughs> uh, no, you told me this, and it made me laugh then. And watching this movie, it is never so true. Uh, Jill basically was saying that the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger gets away oh. with being an all-American dad, <laughs> and no one ever questions it. It's, it's like that tweet. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just... I mean, let's be honest. His name is Howard Langston. A lifelong Minnesotan. A lifelong Minnesotan (laughs) and the owner of a mattress factory (laughs) with no other explanation. 275 pounds ripped. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. let's not even discuss the fact he's a six-foot Austrian (laughs) bodybuilder. The most recognizable voice and jaw in all of (laughs) them. Yeah, yeah. But he is simply an all-American dad just trying Howard, to do right by his family. Howard Langston. Howard Langston. Howard Langston. <laughs> he he looks, can't even say his name. I'm pretty sure, isn't his name Howard in True Lies, too? 
I think it is, <laughs> is sour. It? <laughs> I think it is sour. Oh, okay, yeah. And once again, the fact that we let Arnold Schwarzenegger get away with this idea, this idea that he isn't a full-blown American. Do you is... think these producers are like, what do you want your name to be? And he goes, Howard. It's Harry and, and, and true love. Harry, that's Harry. Right. <laughs> he, no, you know what? Nowhere better. It's not better. I mean, he's got, he, he always does that. It's Jack and Last Action Hero, which is honestly that's probably the best name he's got. <laughs> yeah what's uh what's kindergarten cop what's his name in that mr kimball yeah <laughs> I, I don't remember what his first name is though what is his first name i don't know i i almost said richard kimball but that's the future. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. just says kimball on imdb i don't even notice well name. there we go there we go but yeah jill that has always stuck with me and i laugh at it till this day never more so than when i watch this movie <laughs> langston i'm just a normal man <laughs> although it, although, what, what would you guess his name was in Twins? Oh, God. Uh, no, it's Julius. I, it's Julius. It's Julius. Julius, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. one fits. It makes more sense. And they even took the time in Twins to say he was shipped off to an island where he grew up, and the teacher he has actually has an Austrian accent as well. So you're like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah they stopped that doing sense. that after that movie. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not going to try and make this. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. These fucking idiots are going to pay their 20 bucks to see this idiot. <laughs> you think about Terminator, they made a robot with an Austrian with an accent. Austrian accent. <laughs> to be American. <laughs> That's so true. You know, they, by the way, I don't know if this is a deleted scene or an after credit scene, but if you can actually find the time to sit all the way through Terminator 3, which I don't suggest anyone do, there is a moment where they want to make his voice different, the actual Terminator. This is during the building phase of the first Terminator. And they, the original had this weird squeaky voice. And they're like, oh, no, we got to change that voice. And this guy turns around in a chair, just super cinematic as fuck. And he starts talking, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. And he says, we'll change it. And it's like, oh, oh fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck all the way off. <laughs> yes, we'll change it. Change. I was like, oh, the that was the cherry on top of that piece of shit. So anyway, back to back, that sounds incredible. Back to all American dad Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> Howard Langston's out here working the, you know, burning the midnight oil and uh, he's worried he's obviously going to miss his kids karate class which is going on. Uh, so he starts bebopping down the highway, gets pulled over. <laughs> yeah. Shows up to the gym late. You know, this bothered me. Parking lot's completely fucked yeah, up. He pulls up. He pulls up. It's yeah. like midnight. And sprints to the door like yeah. he's gonna make it. Yeah. No I mean, one's here, Howard. No, no not Look around. He he gets there. We know he has a watch because he's checking it. He would have known when this shit started. And yeah. fucking fucking Ted had a full like hour or so to put up Christmas lights on his house after <laughs> yeah. this. He was real late. Okay, yeah. but like before this part. They cut to all of the families in the gym, mm-hmm. and all of these ladies are just thirsting oh, yeah. over Ted, over Phil yeah. Hartman. And Phil, I just, Phil I Hartman don't is, get it. He's drowning. He's eligible. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I don't understand it in the least. They are throwing their cats at him, and I don't understand. Oh, I, they're thirsty. They are thirsty. <laughs> I remember him just being a nice guy who 
I swear I don't remember him being so pervy. And so when this when that started happening, he I was, was like, the worst what the fuck? I don't just didn't remember <laughs> Phil Hartman being I guess I was more focused on Arnold that when I was younger. Corey watched this movie as a child and thought, what a nice guy. Yeah. I, I, Corey, didn't, I guess I didn't guy. give a shit about the B storyline. I was like, I don't care about that. Wherever Arnold is, but I'm focused on Where's Durbo, man? Look, I don't mean to take this down a different hill or go down a psychology path, but do you think you never noticed it because your stepfather is exactly like this? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, let me go and set the record straight. No, he's yeah. not. What a good guy. <laughs> I'm Kit. One of the best men I know. Everybody. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, Ted's there putting up Howard's Christmas lights because Ted's that fucking guy. Which I don't feels know. like a crime to just be on someone else's roof and stapling Christmas lights. Uh, Ted should be arrested. Uh, he is a danger <laughs> to society. I'm just going to say it. Decisions. <laughs> and again, uh, going down the line of <laughs> that we're just supposed to pretend Arnold Schwarzenegger's a normal everyday guy, Ted's really playing fast and loose with fucking with Howard. Um, so is <laughs> every other person. Yeah. Yeah. We commented on this a lot. Yeah. People are really willing to go toe-to-toe with Howard. Yeah. <laughs> look at his fucking jawline. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. This man's Man. built like a fucking Austrian tank. <laughs> like, I'll, what are you doing? We, we, we passed by it, but we did get introduced to the, the police officer who's kind of on Howard's tail the whole movie. And I got to say, man is 100% justified, though. <laughs> Every single time, <laughs> yeah. Arnold did something wrong. Like, he deserves to be arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Howard's a lawbreaker. I yeah. think that note, movie. too. Like, you got to understand, if traffic is backed up that far, surely there's a cop somewhere in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you should yeah. not be doing that. Yeah. He drove on the shoulder for, like, three miles. Yeah. He is a little bit of a dick, but in all these circumstances, Howard is breaking the law. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I think we got to mention that this is maybe the most devoted to their job cop on the face of the earth. <laughs> this man does not uh, sit, sleep. settle down. Yeah. No. If he gets blown up, he's fine. The next scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No problem. Well, that was a cartoon explosive. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not there yet. We'll get Where, there. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Some, someone had an Acme explosive in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. Arnold gets home, mm-hmm. confronts Ted. They have a little whatever. And then he walks in. His kid's obviously pissed at him because he missed his karate class. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being a little shit. Terrible actor. Oh, man. Um, okay. <laughs> someone has some strong feelings about this. <laughs> I love this attitude of someone, a father of a son. <laughs> well, my son didn't ruin Star Wars for this movie. Wow. Oh, I I'll, I'll blame Jack, Jake Lloyd for a lot. I don't know if he ruined this movie. Or Jack Frost. Yeah, or Jack Frost. Before um, I knew who this kid was and we were watching this scene, I made the note, y'all are going to hate on this kid so hard. And then Blaine yeah. said something about the Phantom Menace and I was like, oh God. Oh, it's, it's well, it was seething before we even started watching, but as trial actors go, not good. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. Not great. But you know. This poor kid is five years old. He just learned to read. The other case on him so hard. So this kid is mad at his dad. Arnold is doing some 
making some acting choices here. <laughs> he is really going uh, for it. Oh, boy. Golly. <laughs> uh, so this kid wants nothing to do with Dad until he offers to buy him a toy. Yes. And then relationship mended. Yeah, and I gotta say... Marvel gets a huge shout out in this yeah, movie, don't they? they? <laughs> Holy he shit! Out. He was Avengers before. They were teasing the Avengers. They were via this kid's room. They were like, "Listen, in a little we're, over ten years, we're, we're gonna, gonna make Arnold Schwarzenegger Captain America." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but Turbo Man's kind of—I mean, he's, we, we talk Power Rangers, but Iron Man is also. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's very oh, yeah. much Iron Man. Red, red, and gold. <laughs> Still laughing because it is. Yeah, they would have made him Captain America. Made him yeah. <laughs> I'm Steve Rogers. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> oh shit! That's so what true. If it had been made in the nineties, yeah. <laughs> I had a comment just about the general scene because they're like kind of panning around their house and the parents' bedroom and all this stuff. This might be the most realistically decorated movie house I've ever seen. I 100% agree. It was like... <laughs> it was 1996 to the limit. Yeah, a lot yeah. of my friends' houses looked exactly like that. Yeah. Like a bunch of superfluous shit yes. laying about, <laughs> yeah. too. But also, like, very minimal. It's not, like, decorated to the nines, mm-hmm. like most yeah. movie sets. Just enough Christmas, like, yeah. yeah. It was an attainable house. Yeah. That den they had was very jewel-toned. It was <laughs> yeah. jewel-toned. It was 1996. It was A perfect. warm oak veneer. Yes. The bathroom had those fucking... That shower made out of gl- those square glass pieces. Yes. <laughs> um, so after that, Arnold's talking to his wife, and then he realizes he forgot to buy the kid his christmas present which was the turbo man Mm. and then he realizes he's fucked because he's gonna have a hard time finding the turbo man doll and that's what kicks it off and And the start yeah they do the little lights out shot which actually i like that shot the way they they did it because she says they'll be virtually impossible to find it's just like a flashlight on his face it's a fun shot big eyes Big yeah, Arnold big eyes. big Arnold eyes. Uh, yeah, I really love the zoom in to Arnold too. They do. Yeah, yeah. They like. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to what... say something. <laughs> yeah. Here, my note is it's terribly anti-feminist, and so I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But why didn't she just get the fucking doll? Yeah. <laughs> I His don't track record. Why didn't she double check that he shows. got the doll? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so important that he gets this doll. It's the one present. It mm-hmm. this movie does not allude to her having a job. Uh, I don't think she does. So no. she's like, "You're in the city already. Stop by yeah. on your way home." I'm not gonna say that being a stay-at-home mom isn't hard, but your kid is in school. Yeah. Why did she not just get the doll? I agree, and. I think we got to blame Rita Wilson a little more because you waited till December 23rd to check if he got it all. Right. And again, <laughs> yeah. it's not your wife's responsibility to no. check on you doing the things you're supposed to do. Yeah. But it but is again, a combo that you should both be concerned to make sure that your son's gift. I mean, I can't uh, realistically, she would have brought it up once more at least, right? Right. Lord. Uh, or she would have just fucking done it. Like, yeah. 
She'd be like, oh, we haven't wrapped shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Christmas is tomorrow. There, zero presents under the tree. <laughs> I don't think you have gotten it. And with a, with a fuck-up track record like Howard has, I mean, you, you got to right. double-check on him, okay? That's a good point. You know damn well she would have been the one to wrap it. So, like, why did she not oh, question this? going, like, a Santa route. Like, we're just going to put it. Santa doesn't wrap things, you know. What do you mean by that? Well, not in your poor-ass family. <laughs> I thought like presents from Santa wouldn't be wrapped. They're just under the tree. I was gonna go down a different route, but Jill just made me laugh so hard. I... <laughs> we actually we didn't get any of our presents wrapped. There were six kids in my family. They just threw that shit out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. Reason to we've had a turbo man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so at this point, Howard wakes up the next day. Kind of the next morning. The kid is eating Turbo Man cereal, wearing a Turbo Man costume. Oh, he was? Yeah. I didn't even heavy, notice that. Heavy love for Turbo Man here. Oh, boy. Um, so, here we go. Howard's going about his day trying to track down this Turbo Man. Well, he uh, lies to Rita Wilson and says that he left the doll at the office and right. he's just going to go get it. Right. And I just want to make this point clear i never realized probably when i was a child or anything that this movie uh takes place he's having to search for this doll on christmas eve which is one thing altogether but the fact that this takes place over one day is insanity long day <laughs> this day felt 82 hours long <laughs> he did a lot in this small period of time he also, he goes outside to start his day, and Cheese Dick Ted has a mm. reindeer outside. Yeah. I would have been real stressed if my family had brought a reindeer into our house oh my God. on Christmas. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, you know, I didn't grow up in what we call a traditional Christmas household. <laughs> uh, meaning the fact that my parents didn't try a whole lot to... They didn't get reindeers? Uh, no, 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 they did, uh, but they got four or five at a time. Uh, yeah. There are eight. Yeah. There's eight. There are Shit. eight. They, were, they listed all eight in this movie. Yeah. But, I <laughs> mean... Multiple you... times. <laughs> That's my favorite part of this movie. Jill's been saying this, saying these reindeers in the game. <laughs> constantly <laughs> since we watched this that was the most unbelievable shit ever with like if you can name all five and somehow <laughs> this character who's so engrossed <laughs> in his job and barely into christmas is like i got all eight <laughs> top of my head right now. Done so fun, so well you know when you when you're a lifelong minnesotan like arnold <laughs> a true a true red-blooded american a red-blooded american like howard langston um but uh yeah so no what i was gonna say is there is a definite fine line of uh People who like Christmas too much, they are very insane. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the certain kinds. They're out there. Yeah. And Ted, for sure, falls in this category. Yeah. And yeah. Not, not to mention Ted's piss-poor attitude toward Howard, once again, really pushes some buttons. Well, he wants to fuck Howard's wife. Yeah. Well, we know. We know. So, But at the same time, you're really going to risk this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm pretty sure Howard would punch you in the face and come out the back of your head. So, But you do you, man. You do you. Okay, so Howard's off. He shows up to a toy store. Uh, a crowd of people are outside of it. It's not open yet. He meets Sinbad. Myron. My Myron. 
the postman. Um, and they just have some conversations. We get a little know, uh, get a little insight into Myron's state of mind. Uh, he's, he's a little bit of a wild card. Yeah, coming, in, coming in way hot. I do not remember this introduction to Sinbad, and it made me so happy this time. <laughs> he, he goes a little postal, and um, uh, uh, fuck all of you. <laughs> Christmas um, on Christmas Eve, it all was days. Christmas. So he, yeah, he starts choking a lady. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Just randomly. And I'm not going to lie. I laughed out loud a few times I, in this scene. This rant was incredible. Yeah. too. I mean, when he said she slept with everybody, everybody in the, the post, post office, office but me. But me. Like, My Did I get a bicycle? No, your dad got laid off. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to go ahead and say Sinbad the highlight of this movie period. Oh, so sure. Yeah. yeah. I love Sinbad. He's, he's a he's maniac. He's the thumb up that I gave yeah. to <laughs> He's absolutely crazy. Jill and I talked before we started recording and we were like, I would have been okay with just a Myron movie to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Hell yeah. I was yeah. rooting for him to get the doll. Yeah. Not Howard and his shitty kid. <laughs> no, fuck that kid. <laughs> Can I ask so, you an off-topic question about Sinbad? Have you heard about this <laughs> on this show, Corey? How dare you? Always. <laughs> Have you heard about this Mandela effect that he was in a movie called Shazam? No. Yes, I have. So, people present it, and they they present it to you like you remember that movie. Right? I don't. I like, certainly don't. Not no, at all. It was not a movie that doesn't exist. It, there it was, was Kazam. A... Period. Period. With yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. That was and a it. new was movie called a Sh- and a new movie called Shazam, but. Yeah, I had a long argument with this with this girl I knew, and she was on and on about. It. I saw it, I watched it, I've seen it several times. I'm like, prove it, because it doesn't exist. Yeah. There's nothing. No, Sinbad no. just wore goofy pants in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't a genie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he I, wore... I'm one of those people who fully believes that Sinbad was a genie in a '90s movie. Jill, I, I don't not. buy that for a fucking second. I mean, <laughs> I swear to God, he just looks like a genie. He wears the. I mean, yeah, earrings. maybe that's it. But like, I feel like in our minds, we're just combining Sinbad and and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, like just because of the way Sinbad always dressed. But I mean, to me, Sinbad was a genie. Yeah, and I look. I want to be very clear. I'm not uh, putting down Mandela effect because it's for sure the Berenstein Bears. I don't give a fuck what you people say. It is oh. the Berenstain <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, that one blows my mind. I can't I can't think about it. Stain my ass. Yeah. Stain, Stain my ass. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Bear? Stain my ass. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Um <laughs> Baron Stain Bears. Are they celebrating Christmas? Mm. We don't know. We don't know. Like Hanukkah bears. I know the Berenstain are, but Berenstain, mm. (laughs) you're pushing it. Uh, So Arnold runs into the store. There's a big chase looking for Turbo Man dolls. There's none in stock. And where, again, people are unreasonable with how they're acting towards <laughs> yeah yeah chris just barnell Arnold making Schwarzen- a joke just... out of him is like okay chris barnell hold up a little second there but yeah and i all 
also, Sinbad is taller than Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is Sinbad's also a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. So but these... you're playing real fast and loose with making fun of these guys. Yeah, these store workers just laugh in Arnold's face when he asks about Turbo Man doll. And then the whole like community of shoppers join in. Like he's yeah. a fucking idiot. Like they're not out last minute shopping too. Yeah. Fuck all it's you a Very people. good point. It was a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you forget? And I'll just say, regardless of size, that's just bad customer service. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, what real shitty customer service, Also, Bill? that one guy, Captain Nostrils. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, like, yeah. points. He, like, leads. And he, yeah, he's nose first. He, like, he's nose first. He, he's nose, nose first. first. And big-ass mouth. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah, he's um, he's not great. Also, and, what on what earth would you tell someone... They go track down a customer who bought the last one on layaway. Leave that woman alone. That was alone. my question also. Jesus. It's, it's leave her alone. when you finally realize that the guy you've been making fun of is about to beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, I apologize. We don't have any more. Period. There's nothing. <laughs> you want about... to chase down this lady and beat the shit out of her. Maybe you could take it yeah. from her. <laughs> she was so justified in speeding away. I would have been terrified. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. She was Jewish, and when you see a six-foot-tall Austrian chasing behind you, oh, you're, you're speeding Christ. up. <laughs> you're going to speed up. <laughs> there's a, lot of, there's a lot, of, lot of this kind of jokes happening in this episode. Could not she afford to. She shot Sinbad. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, so, I don't like to laugh at it, but it was funny. <laughs> they find out that they had just sold the last Turbo Man doll, so Sinbad... Who's also after Turbo Man doll, and Arnold starts chasing out of the store. Yeah, we both. Yeah, we learned that Sinbad and Arnold have the fact they're trying to get this doll for their children, so their children don't hate them. It's basically what I'm getting from the vibe from both of them. Yes. Um, in this scene, Arnold steals a remote control car from uh, an Asian child, who. Yep. <laughs> I believe was the kicker from the Little Giants movie. I think you're right about that. Oh my! I didn't look it up. I think you're it right. Sounded think very you're, similar. I think you're one thousand percent right about that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's in a be... bunch of Disney Channel stuff. Oh, well, Jill knows. Um, well, I'm glad we pulled that one out. Uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. again, this movie exists in a very interesting universe. I have to say where. Uh, there's no real injuries. People are getting demolished by each other, but everybody seems to be fine. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. So Arnold goes out on the hunt, going to all these different stores, getting laughed at all along the way. <laughs> um, and then he, uh, he, he calls home to kind of <laughs> get a stash report, and <laughs> Phil Hart and Ted's there. Uh, oh yeah, this uncomfortable the cookies. Scene. The yeah. cookie scene. <laughs> Eating Arnold's cookies, moving in on his wife. Uh, Time to get in the shower. Yeah. First of all, and I'm not eating something right now, so please don't judge me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Christmas cookies. Yeah, I'm eating my own Christmas cookies. Uh, I hate it when my neighbor waves at me from across the street. If they came into my home. I would be destroyed. I don't even go and outside angered. when my neighbor's out there. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, we gotta wait. If we're on the deck and our neighbor is outside, we're like, shh, shh, shh. Oh, God. 
Oh, I got a nice neighbor. He comes and we talk about stuff when I'm doing okay. woodworking. <laughs> it's a super nice but guy. Hey, Corey, work? of the four people here, we knew you talked to your neighbor. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> but do you want to talk to him? I mean, I'm outside already. <laughs> There's no really well, no more reason not to. Yeah. Alright. Oh my god. He's got one of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Corey is the Ted of his neighborhood. Yeah, let me just He whittles people Jesuses for their lawns during I, Christmas. I, I guess it I guess it speaks that I've never walked over to his house when he's out there, but I if he wants to come over and say hello, I'm happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Well God bless you because right. we've had some I horrible neighbors, mine. trust me. I avoid mine like the plague. So, uh, yeah. But the fact that Ted walks in here, un- no knock, anything, shows up, tells Rita Wilson to get into the shower, uh, and then fucking leans in and takes her uh, apron, apron off. Mm. Ugh. Very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that Rita Wilson's character didn't just go, uh, Ted, you're going to need to get the fuck out of my home. <laughs> I mean, she's like seconds away from the kitchen. He screams at the top of his lungs at those children. <laughs> Pipe down, mother! Pipe down, Corey, I'm not going to lie to you. That was the most real Christmas moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. My dad, my dad burning his finger in the kitchen and screaming at me. <laughs> I wasn't even in there. That that felt the most Christmassy of the whole movie to me. <laughs> oh shit. Um, okay, so from that sad uh, yeah. little insight, yeah. yeah. Uh, Arnold goes looks for some more fucking toys. He, he, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what we do here. Uh, he does back into that cop's motorcycle. Yeah, the same Dude. cop. Well, this I is mean, where we this... find out that the Mall of America's got a new, a small shipment of Turbo Man. A new shipment. Yeah. Uh, so he speeds to the Mall of America. Well, this is right before Myron tries to... to, well, Myron tries to form a team and he says, fuck off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which is warranted because he did watch this guy choke a lady and then yeah, assault him and all kinds of things. But Nevertheless. Arnold is so much better. Yeah. He's not doing great things either. <laughs> no, no. But he's got a cashmere jacket. And at least Myron's entertaining. At least. <laughs> That's true. He is a fun time. I just love that this toy store decides to take the Hunger Games approach to all of their leftover dogs. Yeah. They're enjoying that it, too. That was like some sadism. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Throw these bouncy balls. Hey, so like, we're going to have a lottery, and we're also going to price gouge these things. Listen, I was a, a uh, shelf stock, stalker in uh, high school. I couldn't care less about anything that I did, or the company did. So the fact that these guys holding the balls are getting any pleasure out of this is ridiculous. Also, at this point... I feel like Arnold and Myron would have 100% just stolen this shit. Yeah, just taken it. Oh, could be, could be. You know? I mean, I'm sure they had them put up. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I would just snatch that shit out of old ladies' hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh, wait, that's the same thing. Like, they're getting trampled by a bunch of average Joes. These two huge people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Myron's, on the ground, Myron's on the ground screen, Rodney King. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's getting choked by a woman because he has a ball in his mouth, and and, and 
then Arnold chases, goes, runs through the whole mall chasing after a bouncy ball. Well, that's but, not before Myron maces him in the eye. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yes. But when that number might not even get called. Yeah. yeah. Who he's, gives he's a shit? bound Leave and determined to get this one ball that bounces into this kid's stroller <laughs> and puts it in their mouth. And Arnold tracks her down through this whole playground. Yeah, he goes and then the grabs her fucking face <laughs> yeah. to squeeze this ball out of her mouth. Yeah. Uh, Howard would be in jail for Christmas Eve if any of this uh, happened. Many so times. Why, yeah. so why, like, he would have 100% just taken this doll from someone. Yeah. Which he tries to do later, I guess. But yeah, sure. I mean... But... <laughs> My other note during the scene was you could not catch me dead inside a Mall of America on Christmas Eve. Oh, Jesus oh my Christ. God. No. That was just... No. I don't like to go in a mall on a Wednesday in the middle of <laughs> no. July. Like, they're probably not That would be pretty, pretty busy. <laughs> oh, <honestly>. fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. They're probably desolate. Yeah, there's not that many left. <laughs> Fair point. Can we talk about some desolate malls again? <laughs> that's uh, our second podcast. Second desolate malls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, no, no. That's a Are you sure you don't reference. want to go to no mall, <laughs> yeah. Andrew? You know what? Mill about for 45 minutes, eat some eggs. <laughs> you know, perform an abortion, maybe. <laughs> you know what? I don't think Corey caught on just yet. It's fine. He'll get there. He'll get there. Um, I, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Dawn so, of the Dead. <laughs> Oh, see <laughs> yeah. episode. I honestly thought you were talking about like something in pop culture. I know we're talking about no. a movie. Yeah, the mall where you get abortions. Yeah, that one. When he said that, I was like, "Whoa, I don't know where this is gone. This has gone in a weird spot." Not in South. Oh, um, yeah. So from malls there, is where we were. Yeah. From there, Arnold uh, is summoned by an. Man playing an elf in a Santa Claus. I'm just trying to get my kid <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> again, all American Howard Langston. <laughs> and uh, again, I know this goes back to Arnold Schwarzenegger himself, but by 1996, he had been in the country for close to 30 years, I think, and still has not lost that accent, huh? <laughs> Can't shake it. I mean, when he gets maced and he yells at Meyer and he says, he has two! Like, he can't even yeah. say that word. <laughs> two. He has two! He has two! Uh, uh, My note at the beginning of this exchange was, I don't get the hate for Jim Belushi. And then by the end of this interaction, I was yeah, like, you, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to erase that note. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Go watch yeah, any so, of them. I don't like it. So yeah, so Jim Belushi is a uh, a bad Santa. Hey, I mean, as we'll like say, the better word, they yeah. might have listen. The writer of Bad Santa might have stole from this movie. <laughs> yeah, the that's Santa literally what the, I said. The Santa and the Elf are uh, shysters, and they take. Uh, they say they got a uh, Turbo Man for Arnold if he wants to come to this warehouse out in the middle of nowhere industrial warehouse to pick up this turbo man doll and they got some sort of toy factory going on knockoff toys yes and i don't want to backtrack because i know we're, we're trying to move forward but i do want to bring this up because it does come into play later they keep bringing up the fact every toy store arnold goes to they have this running joke that 
No, we don't have any Turbo Man, but we have plenty of Booster and the villain. <laughs> yes. And everybody does not like Booster. Because I feel like that's going to come oh, into yes. play a little later. Yes. Um, but yeah, so... Good setup. And I also just want to say, as a kid, I would have wanted Booster and the bad guy more than Turbo Man. I would have at least wanted one or the other and Turbo Man. Yeah, then, fair enough. Like, you gotta have both. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, Turbo Man has to have somebody to marry. He knows this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And everybody enjoyed... Uh... <laughs> Andrew's Gay Corner. <laughs> yep. Andrew's Gay Corner, everybody. I feel like Turbo Man is a furry is... We don't need to get into that. Wow. He's into yeah, furries, just... maybe. Well, Turbo's me. Yeah, he's not the furry. He's definitely into I think into you're them. still considered a furry if you're into furries. Uh, you might be right. That's fair. <laughs> you know. A furry chaser? Furry An Elmer chaser. Fudd. A hunter. A hairball. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I like Elmer Fudd. That's my favorite. Elmer Fudd's good. <laughs> All right. So, Arnold shows up to this factory... Uh, they bring him out the uh, Turbo Man doll, make him pay 300 bucks for it. It ends up being a Mexican Turbo Man, uh, and it falls to pieces. It's a, it's a, it's a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. he gets screwed, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, this is uh, one of those scenes in this movie where you're like, all right, so this movie is just fucking insane. Oh, that what we're going with. <laughs> is a wow. There's, everyone's dressed as Santa or an elf, uh, a big... Seven foot tall Santa, who's <laughs> the giant from WWE. The yeah, big I'm show. Dying. The big show comes out and punches uh, a one. Vern Troyer, a, by the way. That was Vern Troyer. It was. That was Vern Troyer. 100%. Okay, he pun- punches him into the stratosphere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I laughed. He says, Little buddy. Little buddy. Little buddy. <laughs> Just nails him. Well, that's the sad thing is that's not even the craziest part because we have a ninja Santa Claus who does. I don't even know how many flips he did. He flips out of nowhere and then has candy cane nunchucks. It's a batshit scene. That's where we're at in this movie. And then a giant police raid happens, and then Arnold pretends to be a detective of some sort. That no one knows. Yeah. He gets yeah. away with it. And, they, and again, you think people in the police force would talk about the six foot tall Austrian police officer. Officer Langston? <laughs> again, Howard is not a good guy. No. Howard is doing shady shit. All he around. should be arrested for that. <laughs> what he's doing yeah. is illegal. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, and I just want to point out if you would have told me Jim Belushi did. Uh, Two lines of cocaine before he did this scene. I 100% believe you. His energy level is way too high for what's going on. I wouldn't be surprised if Jim Belushi had done two lines of cocaine before. Or just at all times. When he wakes up? Yeah. Every day? Yeah. I do do love how, though, Jim Belushi is the only person calling him out on his shit. Because every time Arnold's like, you're a skis bag. He's like, hey, bud, you just like tackle a little girl and put your whole hand on her throat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't don't come to me. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley? <laughs> They're trying to be us. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. 
so from there, uh, Arnold gets away, and then he runs out of gas, of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, Arnold, I mean, Howard is dri- driving a 1996 SUV, I'm suburban, sure. Suburban, yeah. Six miles per gallon. No, shit. <laughs> um, then he calls home, and he gets in, his kid yells at him again, because he sucks. And, um... I don't know, I... <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm not saying there, there's not good guys on both sides, but there's, uh, he, the kid's being a bit of a shit and Howard is a little upset, you know. Oh, they're, yeah, they both suck here. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to say the kid is being just a teeny bit of a shit. Like, where is his dad? It's Christmas Eve. He's been gone for hours. And I'm let's, with you, Corey. We're being too hard on the six-year-old who just wants his dad to be home. Who said he would be there. He did say he was going to come back, and he still hasn't come and, back. Well, you know, fuck that kid, because he's going to forget about everything when he gets a goddamn toy. <laughs> he doesn't want his dad. I'm just... He does. Is... That's the end of the movie. <laughs> because he thinks his dad's Turbo Man. I mean, the kid is basically a little asshole for it. This is the only way I love you, is <laughs> you buy me this yeah, song. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. I just want to reiterate, he's six. So. Well, you know what? He should have a job by then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, in the 20s, you were a chimney sweep at four. So. <laughs> Fit right in there. Yeah. I just want to say on this Christmas Eve, my heart is so warmed by the fact that Corey and Jill agreed on something. <laughs> we agree on a lot. That's why, like, that's why when See? they, like, yeah. when yeah. they hang up and Rita Wilson's just like, Damn you, Howard. I was like, shit, dang. That was so cold. <laughs> God damn it, Howard. I'm like, going to go Ted. <laughs> uh, by the way, we got to talk about Rita Wilson having the racial haircut in this movie, because that took me back a little bit as well. Oh, Rachel. Did you say the Rachel. Rachel. I thought you, you said, said Rachel, too. I, I was like, Rachel. what are you oh, talking about? I'm sorry. About? I was like, sorry. I was like, in what oh, way? God. <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss some appropriation? Did she have braids? <laughs> um, no. Serena Williams. She had little cornrows. Did no one else see that? The Rachel. Pardon me. The Rachel. Yes. And that's all I had to add. After that, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So it was a similar from haircut. there, yeah. um, uh, Arnold's at a diner. Just kind of sadly eating and drinking coffee. And hey, Myron shows up. They drink a little liquor, yeah. you know, get all liquored up, and then uh, they hear an ad on the radio. Not an ad, like a... Uh... You're just going to blow past this, but like, again, in this scene, I'm rooting for Sinbad. <laughs> I really like Myron. He's like, he's just leveling with him. He's like, you know what? My dad sucked. Same... Yeah. yeah. I had a rough childhood. Myron clearly works really hard. Howard has no excuse for any of his bullshit. I mean, it... He literally brings the old adage of we suffer the sins of our fathers. I mean, Myron's a uh, complete um, replica of a shitty father because his father was a shitty father. And then Howard just looks at him and basically goes, ugh, I don't want my kid to turn out like you. Uh, exactly. Well, because he literally watches his kid turn out like him. <laughs> yeah. In a yeah. great scene where a child yeah, is I drinking know. liquor straight out of the bottle. <laughs> his biggest nightmare is his kid turning into Sinbad. Yeah. Can yeah, we- I agree with you. And uh, I don't want my kid to be black. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean. Someone shut your microphone out the window for the crickets. <laughs> there you go. I'll talk to you again. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I really also speaking of that, I'm glad we uh, have the only other black character in this movie, the uh, Mickey, the owner of the diner. Yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to a 1930s radio that announces this. <laughs> And look, Mickey's got a lot of knowledge. He knows where the radio station is. He's got all the stuff. He knows what's happening. Yeah, so they hear a competition, a radio contest, where the first caller to call in and say all the names of the reindeer gets a Turbo Man doll. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Sinbad and Arnold start fighting to get to the phone, the phone booth, which is in this diner. There is so much 90s in this movie. I mean, phone booths Wild. do not exist anymore. <laughs> Does layaway exist? Yeah. Because even when they said that. that. Oh, okay. Because even when they said it, I was like, God, I haven't heard that word yeah. in years. <laughs> layaway. Yeah. Um, I think it's more like you can pre order things these days, and it's the similar yeah. thing. But, I've, but you can still do layaway for sure. Well, let's be honest. I mean, does this movie. Could the concept of this movie even exist anymore, really, if we're asking the bigger questions? Because do people go to malls, and are there things like, I mean, I suppose like the new PlayStations and things like that, there's a run on things, but I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to a fucking brick-and-mortar place to get that. It's for people in this situation who are like, oh, shit, I forgot to order that. I got to go out and get it now. Although, if there was, if I got some call that they were doing PS5s like two years ago, I would have gone. Because it took me two years to get my freaking hands on one. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, Corey. I still haven't got one. It's still now, hard keep to in get. Mind, They're still well, hard to get. Well, and also keep in mind this. I have not paid for one. So, <laughs> they don't tend yeah. to give you those. That's a necessary part of obtaining things. That's, that's what they, they tell you me. You need but... money. <laughs> they tell so me the, the kids drinking liquor. Arnold and um, Sinbad are fighting <laughs> over the phone. Uh, they I break. Love the, they break the phone, and then Mickey's like, "Hey, you know the radio station is right down there. Just go tell them in person." So Arnold's got it. He's got all eight. Jill, bust them out. <laughs> oh, Jill. Comic you, but Donna Blitzen. That's it. He's doing she this the whole it. way. I love that. To the radio station. So they're just running, and then they get there. Arnold storms in. I don't know how he thought this was a good idea. I'm just going to bust <laughs> this fucking door down. <laughs> and go, Not just shows up, but kicks the goddamn door open. Go into the studio <laughs> and yell this at the DJ. As crazed yeah, as he's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Once again. Shatters the door. Breaking the law in... Dozens of ways by all of this. And and then, and then Sinbad shows up and uh basically he pulls out a a package it comes a and domestic says terrorist. it's a bomb. <laughs> yeah. To, to, uh, just really escalating um uh, to say the least. The madness here. Also, that was Martin Mull as the fucking radio DJ. Another yep. Comedic yeah. actor drop in for three minutes, maybe. Oh, Marty. And when he, uh, when Marty. Sinbad, uh, Marty! When Sinbad, <laughs> when Sinbad says, when he calls him Ponytail Man, I, that made me laugh out loud. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so the DJ obviously calls the cops because immediately. Yeah. Yeah. First thing you do. Um, a normal human would do such, yeah. And then uh, a thousand cops show up, and then uh, 
again, Sinbad pulls the bomb trick. The first one ended up being a uh, music box. Yep, music box. And uh, he does it again and, and is able to get away from the cops, him and Arnold. We should also point out the cop that's been on Arnold's trail for the last 24 hours. Same cop. <laughs> Every few hours, he runs into this cop. He shows up. Takes over. Decides he's going to try to defuse the bomb. I was on the bomb squad for 15 he's years. A, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's very serious. Picks up the thing. Says, this is not a bomb. Yeah. And then we cut to the outside of the studio. We hear an uh, explosion. And then, like Corey mentioned earlier, it's an Acme bomb. The cop <laughs> has been uh, blackened. What if yeah. they cut back and he was just blown to smithereens? I <laughs> mean, blood and yeah. it, it made Great. a really big, like, you just blow it and the whole room is yeah. covered in blood and just gore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, everybody <laughs> in the room is dead. <laughs> just throwing up. This really is an Arnold nigger movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, also, Myron calls him Barnaby Jones, which <laughs> also made me laugh, but... I think uh, when he when he throws Myron against the wall and he says, I got sickle cell again. I got sickle cell. <laughs> They're really letting Sinbad throw in these liners. These are great. That had to be 100% Sinbad. I, oh, I'm yeah. willing to bet 90% most of this was Sinbad. I'm going to say 98% of this was not on the paper that Sinbad was reading. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this cop uh, basically gets a Looney Tuned uh, explosion. Yeah. Um, but for some reason has... Pretty bad burns on this hand, but you bring up a good point. <laughs> that's, it. that's it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Everything else perfectly fine. Matter of fact, don't forget, this is all on the same day. So he goes home. Uh, no, he goes to the hospital, gets his hands wrapped, goes home, showers, <laughs> to show up to the parade. Yeah, <laughs> Fresh uniform. He's dedicated. Gets back to work. Gets back to work. But he was on the bomb squad for 15 years. It seems like a motorcycle cop is a demotion. Um, a right? little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, work the beat after being on the bomb squad. I don't, I'm pretty maybe sure. you just wanted to slow down and become a traffic cop. I mean, I'm tired uh, of almost exploding every day at work. I'm not going to lie, though. Probably the worst job you could ever have on earth is a motorcycle cop in Minnesota. <laughs> it's 25 degrees below zero a lot of times. Well, it was I mean, also established he wasn't good at being on the bomb squad. Cause a good yeah. point, Joel. Yeah. We got bomb squad, huh? <laughs> Hey, dude, shut up. You're fine. I just got exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so from there, Howard's car gets towed home. He gets there. He see Maybe. Did I, I don't, skip Well, shit? no, no. He comes back out. His car is completely done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stripped. With, <laughs> which, uh, it feels a little wrong that this happened, but uh, I would also argue... Could Mickey not have called the police? <laughs> I mean, no, it was happening these right. These motherfuckers just destroyed his restaurant. He doesn't care. Yeah, that's um, a good point. He probably was like, "Fuck yeah, I that shit." If Fuck I was those Mickey. people. And in all fairness to Mickey, he was probably like, "These motherfuckers think I did this. I'm not calling the police." <laughs> uh, so yeah, Arnold's car is completely demolished. Yeah, and a, then it uh, he has to get it towed. Yeah, and keeping in mind. This is all the same day before six o'clock when the parade starts. <laughs> His big day, yeah, big day. Uh, so he gets there just in time to see Ted putting the star on his Christmas tree, and that makes him furious. Yeah, and he also remembers 
that Ted said he got his Turbo Man doll weeks ago, and it's nestled safely under his Christmas tree. Right. Under so, a tree. Mm-hmm. So Arnold's idea is to just break into Ted's house and steal his son's toy from out yeah. under the Christmas tree. And, you know, I think we are being a little unfair to Jake Lloyd because I also hated Ted's son. That's oh, true. yeah. I hated him, too. He was yeah. just as bad. Yeah. Maybe worse, actually. I'd say he was worse, mm-hmm. in fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And let's be honest, at this point, fuck that kid. Well, yeah, fuck. yeah, like when he was like, well, my dad really wasn't there until he got a divorce. So maybe your parents should get a divorce. Like, hey, dude, fuck off. You know, Don't say the... <laughs> You know yeah. what? I'm with Johnny. <laughs> I kind of agree. I'm super glad my parents are divorced. Yeah. Well, I mean. I get it. I think we're... <laughs> and let's be honest. The best thing Ted's wife ever did was to leave Ted. Yeah. I mean, he seems like an absolute fucking nightmare. And now that we're talking about it, it might have been a better idea if Phil Hartman would have left Bryn. But, oh. you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was kind of hoping we, I was hoping we might not go down that road, but who who better to bring it up than you? He got murdered in Thank you very much. <laughs> Hold on. Jill doesn't know. Oh, know. Jill doesn't know the story. Phil Hartman oh, no. got murdered. By Bryn Hartman. By his wife. I didn't know that. Yeah, she shot him in the head while they slept. Jesus Christ. Horrific story. One of the craziest things to ever happen. Uh, Same year, Chris Farley overdosed. It was a real rough year for Saturday Night Live. Well, I can see why he got overshot. Saturday Night Dead. Yeah. (laughs) I still... My Bryn Hartman joke was a lot better than that one. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, It was good. know what it was, though. (laughs) It landed with two of us, for sure. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus but, Christ! Okay, I'm just kidding. It was great. Merry Christmas! Oh, I, I don't care. Oh, I've, no, I've you been, do. I've been striking out all night. You wiped your eye. I know what's happening. I get it. It's fun. <laughs> just like Bo- Brewster. What's fuck? What's his name? Booster. Thank you. <laughs> Brewster's Millions. <laughs> now that's a good fucking movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Like that. He has to spend it. Um. So. Arnold breaks into the house, uh, steals the toy, uh, gets into a fight with a reindeer, and starts a fire. <laughs> yeah, let's... <laughs> Again. <laughs> I don't remember him punching this reindeer square he in the face. Yeah, that fucking... He knocks out a reindeer. Cold this reindeer. And yet Ted keeps pushing those buttons. And then gets it drunk. Yeah. Yeah. He does. There's a little bit of animal cruelty in this movie. <laughs> Nowhere near Milo and fucking Otis, but Aww. there's some animal cruelty in this movie. Yikes. Yeah. But he walks up the door and has this little <laughs> soliloquy. Goes, I'm stealing from a kid. What am I doing? You're going back. <laughs> <laughs> when I grew up in a farm in Ohio, I should have. <laughs> My values were different. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Phil oh, yeah. and Rita. Crisis of conscience. Yeah. Yeah. And he they see... figure out his plan. And I think we should also point out between the diner scene and this scene, Arnold is trying to act, and I say trying because he—you can tell—he kinda wants to be like, "Look, I can do serious roles." 
but it does not land. <laughs> that accent is getting odd. <laughs> serious roll. I can do serious roll. You're almost yodeling. Sound the Indian. I think we all know. I can do serious roll. My strong suit. <laughs> my strong suit has never been Athens. I'm doing the best I can. Be very serious. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Arnold is really trying. It's not working out too well. No, it's not great. I don't think he's actually trying. Oh, well. <laughs> I think he's making money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Arnold's wife says is obviously pissed that they catch him stealing the toy. Um, and she's like, you know what? Ted, you take us to the parade. Ted takes him in his Plymouth fucking minivan with the yeah, wood panels. That thing. <laughs> Ooh. The sex mobile. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, creeper van for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're, we, then we get to the parade and we uh, are. We, oh no, this is an African American gentleman. Gale Force, the weatherman. Gale Force, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. The two of them. All right. Stellar. They are astounding. <laughs> like, I love them both. She is. In, she cracked me up a few times. I don't know why. But they know that, the great uh, anchor. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that '90s big hair too. Shoot. Oh yeah, that was great. I loved all of that. Um, and again, if we hadn't mentioned before, there's a parade in this quotation mark town that equals the fucking Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It is so goddamn it's big. It's you know what? All the characters. Do you think they had to pay for each of each and every one of those licensing? Because they had a lot of mainstream characters. There's the sixty billion dollars. Yeah, this is, that was the sixty million. There's Good the point. Snoopy float. <laughs> there was a ton of them. I was like, whoa. Yeah. The yeah, Ted's kid even calls out, "Oh, cat in the hat." That feels like that's oh, a rights my. issue, right? The fucking high and five. I got so excited during the parade looking at the screen and was like, oh my god, Blaine, the flea. Do you remember the flea? The flea, <laughs> yes. I saw the, the flea. I said, no, because that's the, the tick. tick. Yeah. The tick, yeah. <laughs> The flea. I was so excited. Uh, she said, I love the flea. I lo- but I was just saying, like, there's so many exciting things in the two boys see Cat in Hat and have the biggest <laughs> fuck yeah high five of ever. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cat in the hat, y'all. Do you see that? It's the cat in the hat. And the flea. The flea. What if it was just uh, fucking flea? We can end the show now. The flea, we can end the flea. Rock in the base. What's up, flea? <laughs> Shit. Oh, that's flea. <laughs> Red hot. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, so, so we get a giant parade, and Ted lets the kids out in a busy fucking parade. My thought was, that's a terrible idea. They yeah. saw their friend and their friend's parents. Mm-hmm. Which we do not get introduced to. We, oh. <laughs> I would like confirmation as an, as an audience That's member. what they said. They're like, okay, okay don't, don't leave them. Well, perv, perv stack Ted wanted to get Rita Wilson oh, yeah. yeah. He wanted to get eggnog on her face. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> And, you know, Blaine's really throwing the jokes out there. <laughs> There's some I like. Well, you know, I mean, it's not a bad joke. It's just a real blue, blue Christmas from Blaine. 
Also, why are we got eggnog in a thermos? If you're going to put eggnog in a thermos, put the alcohol in there. What are we doing? You're yeah, non-alcoholic. Alcoholic? Alcoholic? <laughs> I sound like a native Minnesotan. Like, <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> what kind of alcohol would you put in there, Corey? <laughs> yeah, you know what, Corey? We could do need to... <laughs> to... Corey, we're going to go to Corey now for a correspondence on... Uh, what you would put in eggnog. Corey, back to you. I actually have a recipe. I make my own eggnog, uh, and I put uh. in <laughs> I put in brandy. I don't put rum or whiskey in. I think brandy is... Give her a brandy Alexander. There's a reason it works. She's a fine girl. <laughs> now, Corey, what a good um, wife should be. <laughs> uh, now, Corey, obviously me, Blaine, and Jill know what a brandy Alexander is, but can you explain that to the audience? <laughs> <laughs> It's basically brandy and cream as a sweetener. Oh. I think usually put a, a, a liqueur in there. I can't think of what it is, but I would sometimes put. I don't know if you remember this was this. They don't even make this anymore, but it was called Art in the Age Root Liqueur. You would see it at every bar for a weird period of time there about ten years ago. It was like a little small uh, kind of. It looked like a rum bottle, like one of those pirate rum bottles that Blaine used to like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I put a little bit of that. It's basically just has all the. All the root liqueur flavors of like sassafras, birch, a bunch of citrus, billion other things. I tried making it, can't make it. It's it's too secret. So, anywho, Got that's it. what that's Got what it. I put in my eggnog. Now for the nog part, let's take out the alcohol. How do you make that? Because <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Do you start making your eggnog in October? A nog. Uh, yeah. we, I would have to start making it in November uh, to sell it. But yeah, you basically make a custard. Like you separate out your. Uh, your all of your yolks from your whites keep your whites for something else some people put whites in their egg eggnog i don't understand it makes it too kind of foamy Ugh. and then you just bake like a little uh you, you you um steep all your milk i add a bunch of seasonings like cinnamon sticks nutmeg uh juniper allspice clove list goes on uh put that in the milk with vanilla and then separately you whisk your eggs in sugar and then you temper in that into the milk steep and then once that starts to uh, kind of get to a temper stage where it's thick enough to run your finger across a spoon, start to chill it, add some heavy cream, some more nutmeg, some fresh vanilla, uh, and chill it. And that's it. Oh, all right. That's it. That's it, huh? Okay. Well, for yeah, those of you who... I don't uh... think the whites should be separate. <laughs> this is plain zero tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about inclusion. <laughs> You know, separate is not equal. I think we can agree. Um, <laughs> all right. For those of you who stayed through that entire eggnog explanation. <laughs> that's I been did not ask for it. Nor did, I was this not is true. This is true. Uh, this is, uh, that was uh, Corey's alcohol. Corey. Yeah, I'll be damned if you put me on the spot and act like I don't know what I'm talking about. Because I, I, I do know my eggnog. Corey, you are the only person I would trust to ask that question to. <laughs> Because I'm going to be honest with you, I am pure trailer park trash, and if I get uh, any eggnog, it's in a carton, and I mix it with the cheapest liquor I can find. Well, yeah. So, Ted is trying to make the move on... Uh, We've just been calling her Rita. Rita Wilson. Just keep calling her Rita. He calls her a pet name. Which she does not like, but for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what it is. And it, and it goes bad. She rejects him, rebuffs his efforts, 
and uh, throws eggnog in his face. Liz, yeah, he gets, her name yeah. is Liz. Liv. Lizzie? He calls her Lizzie. Yeah. What's her name? Elizabeth? Hmm. Do you ever think at any point when uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are having like an argument or something, he goes, well, at least I wasn't in fucking Jingle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could answer, at least I wasn't in the fucking Terminal. Or oh, Cloud we're... Atlas. I never watched Cloud Atlas. I just, I just never oh. wanted to. Let me, let me tell you, no need to. <laughs> Didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, boy, we all seem to step down for a second. Everybody okay? <laughs> I think the eggnog conversation might have really. There were no jokes. That is just straight up it threw me off. Uh, <laughs> just I'm not gonna lie. I was interested the entire time because I have no idea. No, I had no idea either. Yeah. So anyway, so at the same time, Arnold shows up at the parade. He runs from the policeman again. Oh, listen, this the most devoted police officer he ever walked the earth. Him. Uh, he runs into a bus and then uh, gets hot coffee spilled on him. <laughs> Just... Well, the hot coffee was first. He uh, Arnold runs into him. He knocks the coffee onto his already. Third degree burned hands. Burned hands. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which you would imagine if a bomb blew up in your hand, you'd be in the hospital for weeks. But you look like a Tropic Thunder <laughs> arms. <laughs> <laughs> Cut up hot dogs. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so he's chasing him again, and then Arnold winds up uh, he, as he's fleeing the the officer, winds up into like some backstage area, and just. There's a hustle and a bustle. People are frantic. They're like, hey, you're the guy. And they just start <laughs> throwing things throwing, on him. Just dressing him up. And uh, next thing you know, he's up on a float. And he's dressed as Turbo Man. He is the Turbo Man. And he's there with Booster. And Booster is played by Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who, I'm gonna not going to lie... I like him. That's that voiceover work he did. I thought yeah, it was pretty funny. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, so he's up on on the float, <laughs> doing his little waves. Yeah, he uh, gets into it. Um, I don't know, guys. Do you think uh, this costume might have cost around a million dollars <laughs> for this parade? <laughs> I mean, it has features that it, don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but even like the fit, it looks good. I mean, it's a good fit. Oh no, it's it looks great. Don't it get me wrong. Great in it, yeah. But we are to believe that this costume has discs that shoot out of it and has a fully working uh jetpack on it. Yeah, so a magic boomerang. A magic boomerang. Let's not forget that. And then Sinbad's dressed as the bad guy. Okay, you like you're just you, you can't really jump that far. Skip it forward. My god. What happens in like three seconds? So no, he's on the floating booster. <laughs> Booster, yeah, pick yeah. a kid already. Yeah. And he's like, ooh. And he starts looking around and sees his son and goes, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, yes. He we got to talk about that. He yeah. gets to pick a kid, and the kid gets a special edition Turbo Man doll. Yeah. Um, and Booster is basically like, hurry up and pick a kid. Now, uh, the thing with Jamie is, I don't know if he has some sort of mental decline or if Rita Wilson does too, but... 
in what fucking world did you not know this was your father from the second he said Jamie? That's what I'm saying. He's got the most recognizable So many Austrians voice. in this town. And his jam, his fucking jaw is like, yeah. And he's dying like a, a clear visor. Huh? <laughs> you can see his like, face all the way well, through you know, the visor. He, he has teeth just like my dad. He has the same accent as my dad. Jamie. You know, but that you Ohio know accent. He's, he's unmistakably huge like my dad. <laughs> it's very strange. This guy has given up a vibe. Not to mention, uh, Rita Wilson has known him longer than the child has. She sort of has a moment, but the kid never wants. At least she's further away. The kid, like, full-on gets right up on him and has no idea. Yeah. Jimmy. (laughs) This is for you. Maybe that speaks to how far away the father is at all the time. (laughs) He's really not home ever. The kid can't recognize him when he's feet away from him. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he does sound like just an average Minnesotan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that could have been anyone. Yeah, it really could have. Okay, so he does pick Jamie. He comes up on stage, and now Sinbad shows up dressed as the bad guy. He really committed to this zip line. He did. Just... He did. Average mailman Sinbad finds a zip mm-hmm. line and just Drunk, rides it down. Probably. Yeah. Uh, all injured. I mean, they've been beaten up all day, and he zip lines down to this fucking float. But I have so many questions. Oh, We've really? We've seen exactly the process as to how Howard becomes Turbo Man. How the hell did Sinbad end up as the bad guy? Well, he climbed yep. up on the roof, beat up the regular guy. But I... And took his How seat. did he hatch this plan? He had no yeah. idea that Arnold was going to end up as Turbo oh, Man. No, he. They, How he, did he? I guarantee he had no idea that they're giving away a Turbo Man yeah. doll. <laughs> I think at the very least they he might have known that, and it just happened that Arnold was also Turbo Man. Turtle Man, sorry. <laughs> Turtle, Turtle, Turtle Man. <laughs> Again, that's funny. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Turtle I like Man. That. <laughs> and to speak of the uh, crazy technology. The bad guy suit has a fist that launches off and then magically <laughs> and comes, comes back. back. Comes back. Yeah. yeah. Do you think at any moment in the filming of this parade scene that they were like, I don't know, is it just too surreal now? And someone was like, no, it's fine. No. no. These yeah, fucking idiots believe this guy's from Minnesota. <laughs> They'll watch anything. Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, so they start fighting. Obviously, and uh, the kid runs away and starts the most insane, <laughs> ill-informed chase of all time. Just the worst decisions. Yeah, <laughs> bad decisions. But before that, Sinbad punches Booster off of the float, oh, and no. then Booster is pounced upon by the crowd and gets his ass kicked. He and rightly says Derek, everyone hates you, and they all just agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they uh, not only—that's not all they say. Uh, yeah. Uh, Corey, maybe you didn't notice this, but when Booster's on the ground, yeah, and Blaine know. brought this up earlier, and I was like, "Yep, I heard it too." Uh, when they not Booster on the ground, someone as they're beating Booster up calls him a fag. Oh my god, no one does. Yeah, a hard F slur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As well. they're stomping well. his guts. Yeah, well, just because he's pink. Come on. Uh, well, here's the thing. I thought maybe I'm just being overly sensitive. Let me rewind it. 
Nope. <laughs> they definitely say it. It's there. It's yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. So we just witnessed a hate crime in the middle of this yeah. movie. <laughs> exactly. Also, I do want to point out that Booster not only is a pink giant saber-tooth wolf, uh, he also is wearing gold underwear, which yep. is very interesting. Yeah. They, they actually say, we don't like you. <laughs> Blank. Yep. Blank. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's I, a kid. It is. I don't know. It's yeah. a shithead kid. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. They don't put it on closed captioning for probably obvious reasons, but if you listen, it's there. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Jesus. there. It's there. And they didn't uh, even cover it well. In the closed captioning, they put, we don't like you, Booster. Mm-hmm. Not a, even a little yeah. bit what it sounded like. I think that's no. all I got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the little cameo from Jim Meskimen, like right a second later. I don't know if y'all know him. He's like a comedian who does really good. Um, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? He does really good like hey. accents and impressions. Oh, no, jokes. Uh, Corey, now we know jokes. who Jim Meskimen is, but do you want to <laughs> the uh, inform the audience? Yeah. He's the uh, police officer that well, Rita re- Wilson's <laughs> recently. Wait, that's my son over there. He's like, ooh, he's great. And that's all you get of him. Oh, you know, I thought that was a meskimen. Um, yeah. but like it's, a meskimen. Yeah. You have to run your finger over it. That's when you know it's ready. Yeah. Meskimen. Yeah. Are you talking about eggnog? Yeah. It was a mescaline joke. I laughed. Um, oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, as this is going on, after the hate crime, uh, the kid is just, climb- he climbs on top of a building and then climbs on top of a, uh, an installation like a Christmas tree very yeah. dangerous and we should probably also touch on Arnold Schwarzenegger is beating the shit out of uh, some actors on the stage <laughs> as all this is happening he's throwing them around the putty men oh yeah the putties from uh, essentially the same thing yeah uh, uh, but yeah Jamie climbs up on the tree and... Sinbad, on, Sinbad right there with him too making all the bad decisions with him and Arnold uh jetpacks around for about 15 minutes jesus christ yeah and you know what jill brought this up uh so he's trying to use the jetpack to save his child but he wrecks into everything for a good while like Mm -hmm. i don't know if i don't know flying up there to catch your kid with your skills is the right move you're gonna kill your kid (laughs) You're, you're gonna kill both of you. You're gonna slam you and Jamie into a brick wall, and Rita Wilson's gonna have to peel you off. It's not gonna be great. <laughs> Rita Wilson's gotta do it. All right, why don't you get up here and take care of This story? was my family. Which he does slam into a brick wall so hard. Yeah. It just His jiggles neck out. should have been yeah. shattered to pieces. And then the second hate crime in this scene is when Arnold busts through this black family's fucking up <laughs> Christmas dinner. Was terrible. A super, a super nice looking Christmas dinner. Yeah. Although it looked great. I don't know what family would be having dinner when it's the loudest thing on earth, probably <laughs> outside. The yeah. They're trying to say grace during. I'd be looking the out the window. What the fuck is going on? Display. <laughs> well, not to mention, I also want to bring this up. Uh, the marching band had two. I counted two electric guitarists with not one amp, but they were playing electric guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That also blew my mind. I was like, huh. Someone just carrying right. the amp behind them on their back. Yeah. Uh, you would think, but no, they're just jamming out. <laughs> just jamming. So yeah, Arnold flies around on his 
government issued a billion dollar jetpack. Uh, yeah, so the Sinbad ends up falling off. Arnold saves his kid when he falls. Sinbad's fine, though. He finally learns how to fly this thing perfectly. I don't know if you noticed how smoothly he landed after yeah. just bebopping around all this shit. Um, but then um, he he has a little nice moment with his kid, takes his helmet off. And the kid's like, it's my dad. It's my dad. <laughs> That's yeah. my dad. And again, I don't know if we painted this picture clear enough. Arnold Schwarzenegger is wearing a transparent visor where you can clearly <laughs> see his entire face. Yeah. He has a voice changer on that does not change his voice, just amplifies his Austrian accent. <laughs> his, he has the most distinct teeth of any human on earth. But Jamie and Rita Wilson just cannot pinpoint who this guy is. <laughs> but the thing is, even with all of that, and I know it's all going on, when he goes, well, who would know better than me? And then the music kicks in. I'm like, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <I just thought. laughs> it's nice. That's nice. That's nice. And, then, and then we have a nice sweet, moment sweet where uh, the kid goes up to Sinbad and gives Sinbad the Turbo Man doll because... He has the real thing at home, being his dad. That was probably. That's when I really hated uh, this kid. (laughs) It's that fucking thing. All that for you. I could have just got a fucking costume. Yeah, yeah. But by the way, Sinbad 100% deserved to get this doll. Sure, his methods were a little. Is he going to be able to keep it? He's going to jail. Well, I just, I also (laughs) want to point this fact out because, Corey, you're absolutely correct. Why is Sinbad going to jail, but Howard isn't? Um, We know why. I know we know why, but, (laughs) but it is insane to think that Sinbad deserves jail any more than Howard (laughs) does. Howard yeah. just turns over, he apologizes, and he's wearing a Turbo Man suit. He's like, okay. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Howard caused thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage. <laughs> At the very least. Not to mention, uh, I don't know, criminal trespass? I don't know. <laughs> Assaulting else? a police officer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, bomb threat, uh, breaking entering, tons Lots of things. Of things. And again, this happened all in the same day. So and that is how we end the movie. Well, the, mm, oddly enough, people almost in the movie. I know they. We'll get to that, but I just want to say it's weird that Howard allows people to pick him up and carry him off as if he is a hero. I mean, he did save this kid, and also technically stole a toy to give to his own kid. Yeah. Right. Listen, I'm saying the world's not perfect, guys, but well, it's not enough. With Minnesotan of the decade, Minnesota. Howard Langston, <laughs> it's a real award. It's a uh, yeah, so, it is. so there's where the credits roll, and then there is a post-credits scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, yes. So with the post-credit scene, uh, Howard finally puts the star on top of the tree, and. Rita Wilson is talking to Howard, and she goes, I can't believe you did all this for a stupid doll. She's like, so it makes me happy to think what you got me. And then Howard realizes, oh, shit, I didn't get my wife anything, which 
Typical Howard move, I say. How is anyone rooting for this guy at this point? It's a very yeah. typical Howard move, yeah. I'm not yeah. even a bit surprised. Yeah, not at all. He just wears the Turbo Man outfit again. Uh, that's not the worst thing he could do for her. No. <laughs> yeah. Turbo Man's here. <laughs> I do have a very serious question. I, I am one of these people that think Arnold Schwarzenegger is sculpturally astounding as far as body goes is you and a a billion other people (laughs) well no no no. here's my thing i do not find him attractive is my point i agree yeah i i can appreciate how perfect he is his body wise but i don't find arnold schwarzenegger at all attractive Mm -mm. yeah at all you say not at all not at all do you feel the same way just about people who like like Dwayne the rock johnson yeah. I mean, there is just too big, I will say. There's Ooh, like sometimes. Worth. No, no, not. not, not, <laughs> no. He's, nice he's try, Blake. Squash that one. He's yeah, perfect. I don't, no, I don't even think Even I know that that one's so... too big. Yep. What? It's not, I don't know. It's not that Arnold and The Rock are too big. It's just that they're not attractive. I yeah. think Dwayne Johnson's attractive. I, f- I think he's more attractive than Arnold. I'll say that. Maybe it's because they play these dumbass movie characters, yeah, and I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. It, I've just always been. So you don't think Arnold was to... attractive in Kindergarten Cop? I thought he's damn handsome in that movie. No, no. Yeah. I've never found him handsome, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Or I mean, generally attractive. I've just never found Arnold that way. Same. Same with Stallone. I mean, no. All those guys. No. Yeah. I can see Stallone for sure. Attractive he's or not attractive? Not attractive. Ah, he's because he's got he's kind of got a he's kind of got a goofy face. A mental deficient? Oh, what? Jeez! <laughs> oh, I just want to hit. <laughs> I can't believe we made full circle to a Stallone reference. That's not that far off. They were they were competitors for for years. Yeah. Uh, They should have done redone face off with those two. That would have been something special. And here's the thing: it would have made more sense than the weird body types they chose (laughs) instead. (laughs) And hairlines. uh, And hairlines. Everything about those two doesn't make any sense. However, (laughs) if we got to see either one of them doing each other's accents, that would have just. That would have been the highlight of my life. Arnold, they wouldn't have switched. That, no, probably not. At this point in time, I'm for sure that it is 100% impossible for Arnold to do anything but what he is doing. Someone if please you're... do an impression of Arnold impersonating Stallone. Oh, boy. I don't even know what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's possible. I mean, Arnold's 75 right now, and that accent has not waned. It has not loosened up. It is the exact same. <laughs> That's tough. By the way, the fact that Arnold was 50 in this movie is a little shocking. That was pretty wild. Was he? Yeah. That was also a little wild. Yeah. Bruce Willis is another action star I don't find very attractive. Yeah. He's kind of got a rock face, though. Yeah. I mean, they even, they literally made Joseph Gordon-Levitt have, like, a fucking block nose in that movie. I never saw Looper. Never saw Looper. Oh, that's all right. 
That's not bad. Hmm. Bruce Willis, remember all his lines in it, or um... oh, oh, Jesus oh, <laughs> <laughs> on a roll. Topical. Andrew's here to this holiday. This, hell. this holiday season. <laughs> yeah, we're really being holly jolly in this episode. <laughs> uh, does he Someone know the... it's Christmas after all? <laughs> after all? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You gotta go on a break for that. <laughs> He's well, lucid. Uh, just no. He knows. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of our uh, breakdown. So mm-hmm. we'll take a little bit of a break and we'll come back, give out our awards, and go through our new scoring categories for our Christmas movies. Love it. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to Judgment. <laughs> so we've gone through the jingle all the way. Now, all we have left to do is give out our awards and go through our scoring categories, which are all new for this Christmas little special that we're doing. So, first off, we have our awards, which tonight will will be Best Line, Mm -hmm. our Christmas Spirit Award, and this made the final cut, which is a staple here at Judgment. Yeah. So, best line, let's start with you, Jill. What you got? Oh, I didn't know you were going to start with me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, don't worry, I have it written down. My best line was from Myron when he goes on his very first rant. <laughs> the, and then they sit there and make a kid feel like garbage because you're the father who's working 24-7 delivering mail so you can make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me. And then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's cheap plastic. And then he's just choking a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's a great line. I love Sinbad. I do too. I, I really wish Sinbad. he would make a huge comeback somehow. <laughs> I love like that, that genie movie. Yeah, finally. Yeah, he finally does. <laughs> that was my favorite line. That's right. great. That's I'm a good 100% That's a good rant. Andrew, best line. All right, so I have two. Okay. Uh, the first one is anytime I'm trying, actually trying to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation, it's this line I use. It's, the Turbo Man dolls, they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's... What I think about so much. <laughs> so much. Yeah, it's, it's constantly running. Yeah. And then my uh, just generally favorite line from this movie comes from the female radio, uh, excuse me, TV announcer at the parade. When, uh, what's his name? Uh, he says, oh no, uh, Turbo Man's been knocked down by Dementor. She says, in the super serious vein, she goes... This may be the end of civilization as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that line. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yep, those are my two. That's pretty good. Thank you. Um, uh, Corey, where are you at? So I picked, I think, a standout that is repeated a lot. Even Jill mentioned it. Uh, it's where he <laughs> just runs down that girl. And after getting beaten by all those all those moms, he's like, "I'm not a pervert. I'm just looking for a turbo man doll." <laughs> what a lion! Re- what a lion reading! Yes, um, yeah. I've got a, I've got a couple by Ted. Do uh, do you do you have any ones by Ted Blaine? I I have a backup from Ted, but okay. 
Mm-hmm. It might be one of the ones you're talking about. Then uh, you go ahead and I'll, and I'll save my Okay, I'll, I'll do my first one, which is just... Who told you you could eat my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but the backup from Ted, I have it written down, but I don't remember the lead up to it. Oh. It is, all you need is a little Italian salad dressing. Oh. What yeah, he's talking you know what? about. That's when he's being creepy, but I... And I think you're opening marinating the door. steak. A little explanation like... from Corey. <laughs> was he talking Corey... about marinating steak? I can't remember what what he was talking Actually, about. Actually, no, Corey. He was talking about marinating ahi tuna in Italian. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. tuna. Okay. That's what it was. Now, well, Corey, honestly, with they they marinated everything in Italian salad dressing in the nineties. Uh, well, there you go. And when I read it in isolation, I was like, "Was that an?" Well, he window? says it very weird. He He's goes, like, "Is he Italian?" He was turned on by something he said, which was what was weird about the line. He was like, and I told you, it's just Italian salad dressing. It's like, okay, you fucking Basically talking about like betting another woman, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, what were yours, Corey? Your backup. The first one was the the one that that they basically just did not give any time for it to land, but it was when Jamie is on the phone uh and howard's where's 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 uh your mother oh she's over there petting ted <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, a that's a great innuendo and they barely even touched it and the other one was just a delivery of ted when he's eating the cookies and he's just like oh howard your wife's cookies are out of this world <laughs> the way he delivered that line was, was great and disgusting oh, these time. cookies all oh, these cookies if they had just done one like slight change said instead you're howard your your wife's cookies out of this world that would really but that may be too the movie too over the top oh i'm just covering your wife's cookie with icing i don't know leave it leave it to play it's not blue enough we gotta make... well, well, all right just let me know what you want to take out uh... <laughs> that one might be on the list okay you know, all right i'll take a couple of failures but that one was uh that one hurt. <laughs> All right. Um, so next, we're moving on to our Christmas Spirit Award. So what moment in the movie just stood out above the rest from a Christmas perspective? We'll try this award out. I don't know. Okay. Going. All right. <laughs> I think it's good. Well, I uh, can go first. Yeah, uh, Andrew. Go for uh, I just put down that the, uh, the Christmas Spirit Award for me is going to have to go to the Mattress Company Party. Just it be, looked festive. It did look it festive. A good time. I mean, and let's be honest, maybe more so in movies than anything, but a uh, Christmas party at the place you work is always something that happens. You know? They always look fun. They do in look movies. fun. They do. But no one talks about the painstaking small talk that one has to do at a fucking uh. party. <laughs> Especially with people you have to work with. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. But that's just me. That's my Christmas Spirit Award. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go with, wholesomely, the kid giving Sinbad the Turbo Man doll. Oh, look at that. Just from a, a genuine Christmas mm-hmm. spirit. Make up for my last joke. Well, I mean... Um, I, might, I may have gone in a different direction than... Oh, than right. <laughs> that's Okay. <laughs> I, I read Christmas shit as part of your description as well. Oh. As like, so I was like, okay, the most Christmas shit thing that happened was 
definitely Big Show Santa Claus punching Big Show or, or Santa Claus Vern Troy across the room. <laughs> this is the most Christmas okay. shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I did write that in the description of this award. One of your... I think there was more to it though. I, but, but but from that I, description I of picking both, I, I said the most Christmas shit to happen in the movie. That's some you Christmas shit. A giant. How is that? I mean, I understand it's two Santa Clauses, but like, <laughs> I don't know the reasoning. A seven foot Santa punching a one and a half foot Santa. <laughs> Equates it, Christmas. Listen, that's some Christmas in Corey, shit. In Corey's household, that was that's some Christmas shit. I wrote either that or or, or Howard punching the reindeer. Did you equate Christmas shit with violence? I guess so. This coming from Mr. Eggnog Neighbor Lee Man. Morning neighbor. Hey, you guys, you guys went way genuine with that. I thought we were having fun here. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's no, not wrong. No, but... it um, All right. Well, I, I'll say that then if that's the case, my Christmas spirit award goes with uh, Ted yelling at the kids in the uh, den. <laughs> I mean, you said it. That's the most Christmas shit you've ever seen. That reminded me of many of Christmas. So there we go. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for tomorrow's movie, we'll uh, I'll adjust accordingly. Yeah. Uh, Jill, Christmas Spirit Award. I gave my Christmas Spirit Award to Johnny. Mm. I really think he was a little off, but he tried. And maybe your parents will get divorced. Okay. I didn't know that was his name. <laughs> I was trying to remember who Johnny was the whole time. I was like, who the fuck's Johnny? Who the fuck's Johnny? Johnny's <laughs> the other little kid. Uh huh. Yep. I'm glad you. Elaborated because I was, I was like, yeah, Johnny, 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 yeah, Johnny. He tried. <laughs> tried hard. He did. You're right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up our Christmas spirit award. Um, we will change that going forward. Or at least, no, no, Corey not, just needs to figure it out. <laughs> I, we'll talk about it. I was having fun with it. It doesn't matter. I can. I can hey, let's be honest. It, no, no. Listen, it, Christmas spirit award is. I mean, it's whatever you think it is. Well, take it back. I want to give it to Jim Belushi. <laughs> yeah. Yelling dog, dog pile. Dog pile after he snorted a chunk of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> a chunk of... A, a fucking Scarface mountain of cocaine off a table. Chunk. I also was kind of looking at, like, you could also phrase that as, this is the most Christmas bullshit of ever. Like, there's some movies where, like, okay, y'all, dial it back a little bit. So, you can go either way. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah that that fits. I what, see, whatever, I man. See that. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, my text did say just. I mean, some Christmas shit. Let's be honest, <laughs> we're gonna do this two times, so I mean, yeah, yeah. and we're not gonna do it again for another year, so yeah. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, it works. All right, so uh, for a judgment staple, our last award is this made the final cut. Mm-hmm. So it's just those moments in the movie. I mean, this was a ridiculous movie, so this was actually a little bit difficult until I remembered one. Um, that just, how did this make it in? How? And um, mine, since we talked about it earlier, was the hate speech. Uh, yeah. Stomping booster, uh, booster <laughs> death while the 
Yeah, uh, you found you found for, definitely it is a booster, bad right? And yeah. not Brewster. It's, it's booster. Okay, booster, I'm just yeah. making sure. Like, turbo just booster. Turbo. You know what? Fuck me. That makes the most <laughs> sense. Yep. <laughs> I just want to know if that line was in the script. No. You think this kid? I can't. <laughs> That kid went rogue. But how funny is it to think that it's I, The kid probably went rogue, and when they put this movie in editing, they were like, nah, I don't feel like taking anything out. Because <laughs> this movie suffered this movie a bit is from as editing. is. <laughs> Schwarzenegger got $30 million. <laughs> And then they could hire editors. Yeah. Um, all right. Andrew, what you got? Oh, for me. I said the diner scene. And that's just because I felt like that really slowed this movie down. It was a change in tone, for yeah. sure. And it felt, and it was two people who aren't actors uh, trying to act and be sincere, and it was a little hard to wrap your brain around. Oh, yeah, Sinbad and you're saying actors from a, a like a talent perspective. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sinbad is genuinely a hilarious person, and he can do that very well. Arnold is great if you need him to blow up something or cut someone's arm off with a machete. But speaking about family, you know, in a sincere way, is not his strong suit. So for me, I think the uh, diner scene really slowed some shit down. I don't know if we needed it. All right. Yeah. Jill? I don't have anything specific. It was just like the whole final chase needed to be edited down. Ooh, the yeah. whole climax was just like, God, this is going on forever. Yeah. The jetpack? Oh my God. Yeah. It felt like we just entered in a new movie at that point. I mean, it was. Yeah. It was a completely different movie at that point on. All right. Corey, what you got? I uh, actually wrote down the same thing. Jill, the jetpack stuff was just... They probably spent too much money on that, and it was, to me went on way too long but i've got an odd choice too that i wrote secondary was the post credit scene i think it was kind of a dumb add-on that i did not know existed until this watch of the movie i never knew there was a post credit scene and there doesn't need to be one it doesn't really no i wonder how many people stayed who lingered who lingered after seeing jingle it all the can't way? be anybody no one stayed i'm telling you i've seen this movie a lot as a kid i did not know that scene existed yeah there's there's no way anybody stayed in the theater thinking like boy i wonder if something else is gonna happen here at the end that wasn't the but, time you, now you have to do it for every fucking movie but you didn't yeah. have to then it's kind of like with ferris bueller like was there someone who stayed till the end credits of Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Did you see that? You know what I mean? That's true. Anyway. All right. Well, that wraps up our awards. Mm-hmm. So all we have left to do is give out our scores. So a little bit different for this go-around for our Christmas special. We'll be giving a score out of, from 1 to 10 mm-hmm. for the following categories. Our Kringle Factor... Our snowy glowy, our plot, <laughs> our characters slash acting, and finally entertainment value. So we'll start with our Kringle factor, which is basically how much Christmas shit did they try to pack into this movie? We're talking songs, decorations, music, etc. Characters, yeah. Yes. 
Um, so, Jill, we will start with you. Kringle Factor, 1 to 10. I give this movie an 8. Because oh. there is a lot of Christmas shit mm-hmm. in this movie. There's decorations, there's a reindeer, there's songs, there's a parade. A lot of Santas. There's a lot of Santas, a lot mm-hmm. of elves. There's a lot of Christmas stuff. A lot of Christmas stuff. Yeah. I agree. I, agree. Um, I gave it slightly less than you. I gave it a 7. Um... But yeah, they did. It did feel like they played a lot of Christmas songs. Yeah, Basically maybe every everyone, scene, every yeah. single scene, um, except your favorite, the Celine Dion. Oh well, <laughs> that's too good for this movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, well, this is gonna shock you. I gave it the exact same score, Blaine, a seven. Seven. Because they shove fucking Christmas down your throat. This movie, <laughs> pretty hard. They do. There's no denying. There's some Kringle factor here. All right, Corey. I, I actually went a little bit lower simply because as much of the Christmas stuff there is, it's never really taking center stage behind in front of Turbo Man. Everything's about Turbo Man, and there's just Christmas happening around it. So if I'm sacking it next to other Christmas movies, it's kind of not giving me that Kringle vibe. I gave it a five. There's a lot of it, but it's all about Turbo Man at the end of the day. It's 80% Turbo Man. You know, jumping off of that, we'll go into our snowy glowy. Snowy glowy, a term Jill um, coined. I love the term. Can can I offer an alternative, or is that second? Oh wow, that's wow. I haven't even I haven't even done it yet. I would say absolutely not. <laughs> okay, T- taking right. just taking Jill down a peg before we've even gotten to it. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. think that's what I was doing, but I appreciate. Sure felt that way. <laughs> I hate Snowy Glowy, so... I don't hate Snowy Glowy. I just accidentally wrote it down as something else. But that's What'd you just... write down? What'd you write down? Accidentally wrote it down. <laughs> he said, this is what I'm going to call it. I don't like what I'm being accused of on this Christmas <laughs> no, Eve. No, well, what, what did you... I mean, we haven't even explained it, so... I just... I called it Snow Globe Realness, but that was all Well, like, that's not what the text glow? said at all. So it wasn't accidental at all. First of all, realness. First of all, I will not be accused of all this. On the you said accidentally, so I will not be accused on this. The night Mary was pregnant with the Christos, Jesu Krizu, Jesu Krizu, with Joseph sitting in the back, really trying to buy this immaculate conception story. He's he's buying. He's cooked. You think he <laughs> cooked? That was actually uh, really funny, Corey. Uh, I can't uh, deny you that. That was a good one. <laughs> um, so I think Snowy Glowy makes. I more like. Sense. You know what? You know what I like? Snowy Glowy. Because should... <laughs> Snow Globe realness. Uh, so the glowy is Jonathan it's... Van Ness. Yeah, that does. <laughs> I I probably like it's that serving snow globe realness right now. <laughs> it's serving so much snow globe right now. You know what? I see what's going on here. <laughs> it's fine, perfectly fine. Um, so this category, it, it's all about the feel that the movie gives you. Does it give you that Christmas warmth, that snowy glowy feel? Um, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so, did it fill you with Christmas joy, Christmas spirit? I don't know. 
that's kind of what we're going with for this category. Yeah. For this movie, I'll start it. No. It's all about <laughs> Turbo Man, like Corey said, jumping yeah. off of that. It's, it's, a, it's, it's basically a commentary on commercialism, consumerism around Christmas. Yeah. So I gave it a two. Because you do have the moment there at the end, you know, where you get the kind of the, the warm fuzzies, but 98% of the movie is not. Yeah, it's not giving you that. It's not geared towards giving you Miracle on 3rd, 4th Street. No, no, no. Um, so two for me. Corey, let's go to you next. I think I was a little bit nicer with that last moment. I gave it a three. But again, yeah, it's not. The whole movie is just, it's panic. It's everything I don't like about uh, A Christmas Story. All the weird shots and like just fear-inducing moments of Christmas. That stuff really kind of gets under my skin. I'm like, I'm not having a good time. I want the nice stuff. Um <laughs> And I was having a good time here and there, but uh, it, there's not a whole lot of warm fuzzies. All right. Jill. I agree. I gave it a two. They're snowy, glowy. Mm. I didn't feel snowy or glowy Mm-mm. at all. Yeah. Now, you might not have felt snowy or glowy, but Andrew, how did your <laughs> snow globe realness... As far as snow globe realness goes... <laughs> Which I'm really starting to dislike that word. Can we go back to snowy glowy? <laughs> so on snowy glowy factor, I uh, I would Jill, I gave it a three because uh, I'm not feeling like I'm inside a snow globe in this movie. I feel like I'm um, anywhere on Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah, that's what I feel like. You're in the Mall of America. Yeah, it's not very warm, you know. All right. Um, that takes us to our next category, which is plot. I'd like to rename this category. Um, <laughs> continue on. Can we call it storyline realness? Yeah. <laughs> yes, plot queen. <laughs> God damn it, I don't like that these are actually really good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Plot queen. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. <laughs> I don't want it to be, but those, those are pretty fucking good. Oh, man. Uh, Booster would be really into these. He would. Oh, he would. Booster. Um, all right. So, plot. That is what it is. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Andrew, let's start with you. Uh, I'm going to say non-existent. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, a two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two yeah, that's, people that's... trying to find a doll. One point for each of them. Yeah. One point for each. <laughs> I, I agree. I gave it to you. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Honestly. Uh, and know? the main character is not likable. So. No. The lawbreaker. Yeah. Kid. I hate his kid. I don't care. <laughs> totally stupid. Jill, how about you? I gave the plot a four. Oh. I was a little bit nicer than you guys. I see. <laughs> because it was supposed to be a commentary on commercialism. So there you go. Throw you a bone for your metaphor or whatever. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Corey? Uh, it's what we like to call a reactionary plot. Everything's happening as a result of the thing right before it. Uh, so it's not difficult to follow. I was never lost as to what was going on. So you at least have that going for it so uh, but i'm giving it a three it's not really there's nothing uh, exceptional about it 
All right. Mm-hmm. Here's where it's going to gain some points, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, moving right along to character slash acting. So what do we think about the characters in the movie? Man, oh man. What do we think about how the actors did in portraying those characters? Jill, let's start out of the gates with you. <laughs> I gave this category a six. <laughs> Purely for Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad deserves credit, <laughs> for sure. I gave Sinbad a six. I didn't well, rate Sinbad the rest of the movie. Was really acting, or was Sinbad just being Sinbad? It doesn't matter. He's got a great character. That's, mm-hmm. that's true. Whether he's that character every right. day of his life, or just in this movie. Yep, yeah, Sinbad He's is, a great character. Sinbad's good. Sinbad is good. You know what? There was, I was Someone said that with comedic actors, you, there's a difference between them playing comedians on screen or actors playing comedic roles. And I love it when you can really tell the difference. <laughs> Sinbad, he is a, he's a comedian playing a comedian. Yeah. Yep. You're 100% correct on that. Uh, yeah, I, I gave it a three. So I have your score. Well, I also want to throw Phil Hartman a bone here. They say a sign of a good actor is that they can make you hate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything yeah. negative to say about Phil Hartman. Acting, why? Well, it's, it's funny you bring that up because my points are reflective of two people, and that is Phil Hartman and Sinbad, which reflects the two points I gave. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I like your scoring system. Thank you. Very simple. Yeah. One point for <laughs> one for each. Yeah. Yes. One point for each. All right, Corey. That leaves you, my man. I I scored so low just how disappointed I was with Arnold because he's done better. He can do better, and he just and Rita Wilson was just phoning it in. That's just the most deadpan performance. So I'm also at it too. I I wasn't thrilled with any of their acting choices. And we didn't talk about the characters. All real thin. <laughs> Paper Yeah. <thin. laughs> yeah. Again. Sinbad's maybe... the only one who actually has a little backstory. <laughs> I would have killed to know Howard Langston's backstory. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Grew up on a farm He's in Ohio. True blood Minnesotan. <laughs> <laughs> we had to drive. <laughs> we had to drive. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. I'm a member of the Iroquois tribe. (laughs) My father would say, get those two corns. (laughs) Corns. Again, still probably the funniest thing Jill's ever told me. (laughs) Those two corns. Oh, Native Americans. Oh, fuck. All right. Last category is our entertainment value. So we've gone through the movie. We've given it scores. We've talked about it in depth. Entertainment value. I'm not going to lie. I'm giving this a six. (laughs) (laughs) With all of it being said. All that being said, I I found myself myself laughing more now than I did when I was a child. Yeah. Yeah. There's Sinbad's just awesome. He is. He really is good. Some of it was just catching me off guard. And given how short it is, six is six, six seems 
right on the money for me. Um, and I don't think you can deny that the so bad it's actually good factor of this movie because that is there too. It's I mean, happening here and there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Vern Troyer getting punched at the yards across <laughs> yeah. the warehouse. Was, yeah, just a bearded Vern Troyer. <laughs> he didn't have a full beard. He just had no, a short Santa Claus beard. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger just a mattress factory owner. <laughs> that enough for is no reason. Yeah, <laughs> you're my number one customer. Oh god, <laughs> my number one customer. Oh shit! All right, Andrew. Uh, yeah. With all that being said, I gave it a five. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's something there. It's, there's yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But. I don't know, this should not make a best movies list of any kind, but no. uh, entertainment-wise, it was not, fine. Not, not bad. Yeah. Um, Corey. Yeah, I mean, this movie sucks, basically. We, <laughs> we we know it's bad, but I've had a great time talking about it, and I mm-hmm. didn't hate my life watching it. Jill made a great point uh, early on that, no, I did not want to harm myself or kill myself watching it. So um, I, I will also give it a five. All right. Sweet. All right. All right. Let's finish it up. Jill. Entertainment value. I actually give this movie a four. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I completely disagree with you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes movies like this really upset my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you, Jill. It's just, That's it's really, fair. sometimes when it's just frustrating, just to be frustrating. Yeah. I don't like it. Life's hard enough. <laughs> it's like watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, well, you heard it here. Those are the scores. All right. I didn't tally them. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it doesn't matter. It de- hey, it de- on Christmas Eve, on Christmas, who wants to do it? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> We're not going to be like, which one won of the two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are just for fun. Yeah, we just... I'm, I'm just glad we gave it scoring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all it needs. Yeah. So, that has been um, Jingle All The Way. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope everyone has a great Christmas Eve and a great Christmas tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We will have another episode where we'll be doing Gremlins. Yes, we will. A nice Christmas treat for everybody, so mm-hmm. make sure you check that episode out, and um, we'll have a, a great holiday. All right. Well, guys, let's uh, get to bed, throw up our sashes, and uh, get ready to open presents in the morning. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well. Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs>